0: Oregon, Vancouver. Uh, what, what does that mean? I don't know. Look at that. It says Portland, Vancouver, Oregon, Washington. I thought Vancouver was in British Columbia, but nevertheless, that's number six. And I thought I thought Vancouver was supposed to be like uh, mellow and laid back. What I heard. And uh, real scenic and artsy, fartsy. All that. I've never been there. I heard it's right. I've seen it's beautiful. The pictures. But anyway, it's stressful. Mobile, Alabama, which Alabama won hands down our uh, Yahoo Goober, uh, Most State yesterday. Mobile seven. Stockton, Lodi, California, 8. I have no idea why or what the hell is there. Do you know what's in Stockton, Lodi? No. Well, something bad. Detroit, 9. Most stressful. Don't shoot till you see the whites of their teeth. And Dallas, 10. The 10 low stress cities, places you might want to check out. Well, I don't think so. I don't think you want to check out almost any of these. Albany, Schenectady, New York. Anybody want to live there? No. Harrisburg, Lebanon, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Anybody want to go? No. Home Orange County, California, unless you're a right-wing, full-fledged, card-carrying uh, Nazi, you don't want to be there. Nassau, Suffolk, New York is fourth. Minneapolis, St. Paul, fifth. Boy, and if it's cold here now, can you imagine what it might be there now? Right. Ann Arbor, Michigan is number 6 least Re-stressful. And what did I tell you, Mr. Omaha, Nebraska, seventh. I love Omaha. It's a wonderful place. Norfolk, Virginia, and Virginia Beach. It's all lumped in together there, number eight. And Honolulu, which it's a great place uh, for lack of stress, but it, uh, you can't afford to live there. Honolulu's ninth. Fabulous place. And number ten, Raleigh-Durham-Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Least stressful. And this goes on with a whole bunch of information. For example, Miami, which we'll talk about. Take some real cheap shots at Miami and well-deserved. Incredible. Twenty-nine past ten at 560, your controversial station, QAM, where everybody hates each other like poison, even... Huh?
1: My and local. This is Sports Radio 560.
2: QA, QAM.
3: Please take us down. Okay. Hey. Please take us down. When you first put us up, we looked so nice. Christmas lights felt so right. But now it is a brand new year, and it's weird, it's whistled here.
2: Please
4: November.
3: We were here when Santa came. But by now.
0: 10:34, 2064, 11 o'clock. I guess we can put that whole Zach business uh, to rest in very, very succinct fashion. Here's how it yes. went down. Mo called him in. They had a little uh, meet. They sat, he sat him down and said, uh, You can't. Uh, you're not doing what I want you to do on the show. You're not living up to the performance, et cetera, And so on. And uh, bye bye. Don't take it personal. I still like you, but uh, go to hell. And the Zach said, well, you know, what a coincidence, Mo, because actually I was going to tell you I can't do the mornings anymore. I can't get up early in the morning, and I, want to, I can't get on the air on your show, and I want to get on the air, whatever else. That's exactly how it went down. Right. In spite of Clarence, 35 minutes wasted of my time and George's time, and this one's time, what? and that one's time, too, what? trying to sell me a bill of goods.
5: It wasn't all waste of time. It was good fun. It was not good fun. It was
0: pathetic. It was an embarrassment, so-called major market radio, and this is what he fancies himself as a program director. I'll tell you one thing, Clarence, and of course telling you to butch up would be like telling, uh, uh, you know, Janet Reno to butch down. What's the point? But just cut the crap already, okay? You're whistling in the wrong tube, man. You're sending your uh, gas into the wrong tube. It's just wasted there. I'm not uh, interested. As a matter of fact, if he pushes me far enough, we might actually have a little, just a little bit of this.
5: It was basically.
0: Yeah, see? (laughs) <laughs> we might just let some of that commentary by bleed out on the air today, okay? You get the fugue away from me, Clarence, Junior, if you know what's good for you. Stay the fugue away. Junior. So anyway, getting back, yeah, Junior. Getting back to this though, Oh, I mean, we're dealing with such a pathetic, tragic piece of turd. We might as well have a good time with him anyway before he croaks. Las Vegas has a robust economy but had the highest percentage of divorced um. And the uh, highest rate of suicides. This is chopped off at the edge. I think there's a factor there. And despite Miami's number two stress ranking, they maintain positive mental health. Oh, man, what did, I guess they haven't heard this show. With <laughs> one of the lowest rates in residents reporting poor health in Miami. Right. Well, I guess they stick into the uh, city. They're, and they're not, not going reporting it. Into, into Cemetery Village and all of those Oy. joints. All they the they should report it, but they're not. Anyway, here's what it says about Miami. It says, Miami has the highest violent crime rate in our study, as well as one of the highest overall crime rates, making Miami even more stressful is the long commute time, high unemployment rate, and a high rate of divorce. Despite these factors, Miami re- uh, something managed to, Miami residents managed to retain a positive mental attitude thanks to the Neil Rogers show on WQAM. Oh, good. That's exactly what it says, not. It's Isn't that right? It should. Now, Tacoma, Washington, we wondered about that. Tacoma residents contend with one of the highest divorce rates in the country, one of the highest unemployment rates. It's cloudy in Tacoma most of the time. Mm-hmm. Suicide and property crime rates are high. On a brighter note, Tacomans can uh, fear less bodily harm thanks to a low <coughs> violent crime rate. That goes on with uh, does it, does it? Oh, it doesn't tell us about the... Um, oh, yeah. The least, the five least. Albany, Schenectady, Troy. Roy! These hardworking state capitals and their surrounding areas boast two of the uh, lowest unemployment rates in the country. In fact, both areas score well in many categories, like divorce rates, short average commute times, low overall crime rate, and a low rate of suicide. One downside to these northeastern cities, they're often cloudy skies and long, brutal winters. By the way, in case is listening, you want the latest Toronto weather report. It's sunny, it looks beautiful from where I'm sitting, but believe you me, do not go outside. Oh, look, there's a clip from that horrible Leaf game last night. Well, we got a lot of excuses. Uh, it's minus 22 Celsius right now. The wind chill is minus 30-something. Uh, the high today is going to be minus 15. Can I, should I translate those to like what the temperatures are in Fahrenheit? Although the Looking U.S. Better. is the last place in the world that does that Fahrenheit stuff. Let's see. Minus 22, which it is right now, is 8 below zero Fahrenheit. Oh, that's not so bad. That's because everybody else is wrong, by the way. Oh, I know that. Just like the metric stuff is all yeah. wrong. It's bad. Right. bad. I think the S word comes into play there again. Now, tomorrow, the high is going to be all the way up to minus 13, which isn't nearly so bad as today. Minus 13, uh, that's nine above zero. So I might actually be able to go outside tomorrow <laughs> for a couple of minutes, go get some sodas and Ben and Jerry's, and then run right back in. Okay, let's get this other pool going. Okay, let's quit diddling around, even though I have just a, a huge pile. Man, I got piles. Of... And, of course, we got to get a few more comments in there. from. Uh... It's the same thing. See? Let's see. If the election was today... For whom would you vote? Well, nobody said don't play like a word at a time, okay? Nobody said that to me. Well, nobody said don't play that thing anyway, except him. Except, uh, yeah, he was a little bit nervous. Well, Mo, you got everybody peeing in their pants so damn nervous now. The sweat was poured off whats his name? head when Clarence had him in there for that inquisition this morning. That's sad. Fat people sweat a lot. That's a device. 162 votes. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? We'll do this till noon, then we'll start this other poll if we get some names for it. Wesley Clark, 114, that's 70.3%. George W. Bush, there he goes, 26, 16%. And I wouldn't vote at all, 22, 13.5%. I sure hope we're not being freaked, you know, because that would really disturb me a lot. Wouldn't surprise me, would disturb me greatly. Anyway, here's the uh, poll. Aside from the sex angle, which of today's celebrities do you find the most fascinating, interesting, uh, whatever? Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, they're all a big bore, or uh, who else? WQAM. QAM. Going once. What a bad start. QAM on six. That's always bad. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir.
6: Today, uh, I didn't hear what the polls are. I've been on the screen list. But uh, um, I wanted to call the other day about Rush Limbaugh. You had said something about after reading that article. You know, here in, in Jeb Bush's Florida, he has made it so hard, Jeb Bush has, for people who get any sort of drug conviction. Except his daughter and that fat ass Limbaugh right. with their uh, forging uh, federal you know, prescriptions. That's like a federal, that's a felony. Mm-hmm. And his daughter gets away with it, and Rush gets away with it, and back on the air. It's just, Jeb's an asshole. I can't believe it. How, how
2: he got
0: reelected just beats the hell out of me. Yeah,
6: I, I I think the diebold. I think those machines were fixed. I don't believe it. Be.
0: Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, even in Florida, there can't be that many stupid people.
6: No, oh, there's a lot, but. Uh, but uh, and, uh, he's, as I had heard, was the one who was really supposed to run for president. But uh, he didn't win out against Lawton Chiles uh, quick enough the year before. And yeah. His obligation oh yeah, was... they
0: got him geared up for 2008. Now we're going to have like Bush for the rest of our lives.
6: I'm telling you, he is the real scare one, real asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I could have called yeah, you. And but keep I'm...
0: in mind, he sits in on those meetings, the PNAC meetings, Project for the New American Century. He's one of the movers and shakers in that very subversive, shady outfit too.
6: That was a really uh, good article you read the other day by that guy. It was about two days ago, and uh, I didn't get a chance to call in because I was unemployed. I mean, I was, I was employed then. Now I'm unemployed. I can get on the phone. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: good luck, to you, Pally. Thanks, Dale. See ya. I thought the employment rate was going up. <laughs> oh, and look at that! I guess now I didn't see what happened this morning that caused the negatory. It must have been like a bad employment number at 8:30 because I didn't see that. What I was the watching the gambling channel, huh? The market. Because the market, for the first time in the coon's age, although they'll, they'll bail it out by the end of the day, have no fear. They'll continue with this. Oh, the Dow's down 54 point, which is small potatoes now that it's 10,005. And the NASDAQ is down only a little under four points now that it's almost 2,100. Just keep goosing that baby up, man. Everything is great. All you people that are unemployed, you're just making it up. We don't believe you. And if you don't watch yourself, we'll get some of them illegal aliens. We'll give them that magic wand again. they will be all of a sudden legal status before you know it. There it is. There's that magic wand. Nineteen till eleven at 560 WQAM.
1: My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQA.
7: Tonight on Bravo, don't miss Network TV's latest makeover show, where five single men whip a whipped married guy into a whole new lifestyle. It's Single Eye
8: for the Married Guy. First of all, Steve, this is totally unacceptable. One should never leave the toilet seat down. Uh, But my wife
1: prefers that if he... Stop it. it.
7: Watch the free five designers of Single Eye for the Married Guy help Steve in in the kitchen, Steve, hey, Steve,
9: what are you doing, dude? I'm just pouring myself a glass of milk and glass. Oh dear. Single That's guys nice. drink straight from the carton, man, like this) <laughs>
7: The Single Eye for the Married Guy team even gives Steve a down and dirty lesson in decorating. Whoa! Oh, what are all these dirty clothes doing in the hamper? Yeah. Try flinging them around the house for a look that says a single guy lives here. Oh, uh, guys, um, oh, when my wife gets home... You won't be here,
10: Steve. Grab a handful of dollar bills. We're going to the strip club.
2: <laughs> okay.
7: Single Eye for the Married Guy. Tune in. That is, if the old Paul and chain doesn't mind
0: 1045 at 560 wqm if the election were being held today who would you vote for we'll do uh, howard dean against bush on monday and then the others 207 votes wesley clark 144 69 and percent george w bush 36 17.3 percent wouldn't vote period 27 13 yeah, percent interesting how bush came from nowhere to like uh, 36 like just like that that interesting Ah, whatever Let's get to this other poll now. Aside from the sex angle, which of today's celebrities do you find the most fascinating? Let's get some names on here. Maybe they don't find any of them. Maybe they're all going to vote. They're all a big bore. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Pretty good.
11: Um, did you see the Colin Powell interview interview the other night on Nightline? No. Well...
0: I didn't watch him or Pete Rose. I don't watch Chronic Liars on here.
11: Well, that's, that's true, but... Uh... A couple of things that are that are interesting. First of all, they keep every one of the administration officials keeps relying on this David K report um, that eventually will be coming out. You
0: mean David Kay that just came back and isn't going back to Iraq?
11: Well, yeah, but they they keep set, talking about him authoring a report. It, it would, you know, and you know how these guys don't play, uh, or at least uh, per, what the public perceives as losing hands. So most likely during a crucial time in the election period, Kay will come out with a report saying that they found weapons but they couldn't disclose it because... You know, it was too dangerous of a country and they had to secure him. And no, them
0: that I, I don't believe that.
11: You don't think that's he, He's happen?
0: already said there's nothing there. He already came back. There, there is absolutely nothing there.
11: Well, how come they keep saying, well, let's wait till he, he, he gives his report? Right? Because, because,
0: people... they're, because they're stalling and hoping uh, hoping against hope that uh, somebody turns up something or they can plant something or whatever. They're, they're, they're hoping that he can uh, c- continue. Uh stonewalling the public. That's what it's all about. The, the
11: other thing that he that he changed is where he uh you know the uh Richard Pearl wrote an article about uh Powell and how he's weak need and how, how uh this was this week, I don't know if you if you heard about that, it was in the uh New York Times or one of the New York papers. He wrote an op ed saying that uh Powell and the State Department are too right. weak need. Sure. And one of the things that Powell changed the other day, which was very interesting. You know, they they, they talked about the imminency of the threat to the United States. He said, Well there was no imminent threat to the United States, but there was to the region mm. which makes a you know obviously a little slant, little significant difference. Right. But why are trying, is, to, one trying is,
0: to back away from the big lie with a little one? The
11: the most most uh probable chance of getting Bush out of office, most likely, would hopefully be that somebody on the inside like uh uh you know, in *The Godfather*, where they found out where the uh, sergeant was going to be, somebody on the inside of the Bush team uh, converts and, and runs against him and says, "This is, this is, you know, we can't put up."
0: And, with r- and runs against him. And
11: runs against. Yeah, your n- most interesting poll would be Powell versus Bush.
0: No, Powell's not running.
11: I know that, but it would be an interesting poll to see what the, what people would say.
0: Okay, have a great day, pal. Thanks, man. Two hundred seventeen votes. Wesley Clark's kicking his ass pretty good with our crowd. One hundred fifty-two votes. at seventy percent. George W. Now, it's always that 17 or 18 percent with Bush, right? They're Yay. still out there. They're still out there unless we're getting them freaked. 38, 17 and a half percent for Bush. I wouldn't vote, period, 27, 12 and a half percent out of 217. If, uh, let's see, let's get back to this other poll. Let's uh, try to build it. You think we're going to gain names? No. Maybe they just don't care about any yeah. of those, uh, I'll tell you one person I don't care about at all. In fact, yeah. two people, Scott or Lacey Peterson. I am so sick and tired. Oh, and look who's there? My mistake, not coming clean a lot earlier, yeah, I've read uh, I'm not going to read any anymore in air because I'm not going to waste all that much time on Pete Rose, but I've read so many great columns, all just scathing about him in the last couple of days. I mean, just ripping him an ass that one I read yesterday was pretty good, but just ripping him a major ass good. he's getting a million dollars on that book deal. that's what it's he's all about deal. so he can have more gambling money, and that's why he wants back into major League Baseball. He wants to manage in major league baseball. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> See, I see a great a similarity between him and Colin Powell. It's like if you lie to me about something, re- you know, not a little white lie, everybody tells those, but if you lie to me about something really significant, like Powell did at the U.N. with all those maps, and we uh, here's here's where this stuff is, and we know this, and, you know, he lied through his teeth, then you can't believe anything he ever says. And the same with right. Pete Rose. He lied for 14 years about gambling on baseball. Now all of a sudden he expects because he finally came clean about that, we'd believe anything else he'd say. If he told me what day of the week it is, I would look at the calendar. He told me the sun was shining. i look out the window. Wouldn't believe anything he would say. He's a scumbag, low-life piece of crap who wants to impress everybody with that. Other... He's got very serious problems. Let's put it that way. Of course, we know other people with very serious problems. Absolutely. And, of course, the problem there being that they want to, like, spread them out to everybody else. So if you got problems, that's okay. Everybody's got problems, big ones, small ones. But when you want to, like, extend them to everybody around you, that's when the problem starts in. <laughs> WQAM, Hello.
12: Neil. Yes, sir. I want to talk to you about the crocodile hunter holding the baby. Did
0: yeah. you see that? Yes, I did, of course.
12: What do you think about that compared to the Michael Jackson?
0: A lot of similarities. They,
11: they were holding babies out
0: like they are doing some type of a duo. In
2: fact, no, it's not Reverend Jones. No, it's not it, the Reverend Jones.
0: I know who their character is. That's George doing the voice. Yeah, George does Reverend Jones' voice. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a pile of crap. Anyway, you're an idiot. Five six seven oh, 560 pound 560. It was not Reverend Jones. Yes, Everybody who sounds like they got a mouthful no. of mush... It was? No, it was.
5: How do you know that? Because I know him.
2: (laughs) I know his voice.
0: Oh.
5: Okay, whatever you say.
0: Have a great day, Reverend Jones. You're okay in my book. Not. You're an idiot. Aside from the sex angle, which of today's celebrities do you find the most fascinating? Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, they're all a big bore and we don't have anybody else on here yet. We might be able to go to 1 o'clock before we start putting more names on this list. WQAM, hello. Is this Neil? Sounds like me, yes. Okay.
12: Uh, uh, quick question. So why are you roughing it in Canada? I beg your pardon? I say, why are you roughing it in Canada?
0: I'll be back soon.
12: Okay, thank you. Bye.
0: Okay, you're welcome. Why am I roughing it in Canada? Because I feel like it, okay? <laughs> God almighty. Tell you, By the way, I'm this doing is a show from a phone booth today. I like the guy to call yesterday. I'm doing shows from a, a hotel in Toronto. Right. All got questions. They're all nosy, okay? Let's see. Here's one that says, a fax, I don't understand the popularity of Clark as a choice. The rest of the world hates the U.S. and its imperialistic mentality, yet many people are endorsing Clark, a military man, as leader of our country. It's ponderous. Well, see, well, I'll get to it in a second. No healing process here. Republican military dictator lead the opposition. Great choice. Once again, the Democratic candidates will beat each other up before the election, and the elephants will prevail. I love the optimism of this facts. Mm Mm-hmm. And number two, the reason America loves Wesley Clark, or at least a lot of people, is because, number one, uh, he's a war hero. And number two, just like Eisenhower, America loves war heroes.
5: Right. The man he's he's macho. Or...
0: He's In fact, there's an article on our website today that's uh, pretty interesting from, Na- uh, from The Nation about Dean is the macho man. And that's one of the reasons he's had so much success, is because he represents himself as somebody who's got the balls to stand up to Bush as opposed to the wimps, the other candidates oh, right. who are running against him. He's macho. And, of course, Wesley Clark is real macho, and he's a military hero, and et cetera and so on, even though he didn't know what party he was in. That was the same the same exact thing with Eisenhower. Democrats wanted to run him, and the Republicans must have made him a better offer. And so in '52, uh, he became the president based on nothing, based on the fact he was a war hero from WW2.
5: That's all. He had that smile.
0: And a bad president, too, by the way. Awful. Horrible. Although I am delighted to remember that, during his second heart attack, we were able to read in the newspapers on the front pages. The president had a good bowel movement today, which made me feel a hell of a lot better, and my mother very jealous. 246 votes. If the election was being held today, who would you vote for? For whom would you vote? Wesley Clark, 167. Oh, and what is this show? Hmm? What the what Return a... of the has Then Did you see this thing on CNN? Ron Jeremy. With all the potentially embarrassing
11: people oh, into
5: the show. Erica September Strada. Right.
11: Why
0: participate?
5: Career-wise, well, I didn't think about that. I just thought this is the I thought, one of these that they've done. For
1: me, this will probably show people what I'm really who I am. <laughs> yeah, queen. And that's it.
5: It's also a chance to be in people's living rooms in prime time, um, and seen as somebody that they like in their living rooms, and that has led to many of them from the past cast. The
0: surreal oper- life with Ron Jeremy, Tammy Faye Baker, and Erica Strada. Right. Boy, I sure see some real. What's uh, Ron Jeremy doing with all them queens? I mean, wow bunch of washouts, uh, picking up a check. There's Ron Jeremy. Take a look at that. What a tub. Five six <laughs> oh, Let's get a few names on this poll or not. Maybe we'll just put our own in there. Because they don't uh, seem to be cottoning to this at all.
5: I don't think they like that word fascinating. Too bad.
0: WQAM, hello. Okay. When I get back, I will strangle him personally. I'll take care of it. All right. WQAM, Hello. Hi, is this Neil? Yes, sir. I was trying to get to you yesterday about the uh, goobers. Yeah, too late. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Is Neil? Yes, I am. How are you doing, sir? I Pretty just want good. to
11: mention one thing, and that is, um, I, although I love Dean's policies and everything, there's something a little bit creepy about him, and I think that's why
12: Wesley Clark's moving up is he is a lot more charismatic. Yeah. That, that's really Oh, I, I don't
0: know. I mean, if, you, if you're just talking about to look at him, yes. But yeah. when Wesley Clark starts speaking, he doesn't do anything to inspire me. That's what bothers me about Wesley Clark. Is uh, he hasn't been very inspirational. He did. There was one debate where he actually uh, did that fire and brimstone and started kind of like getting animated and excited, and he was pretty good then. But most of the time, I see him, he looks like uh, you know, like limp uh, spaghetti noodle.
12: I totally. But agree I know what that.
0: you're saying about Dean. There's something. You look at him, and he looks a little bit off. I hate to say that because the looks don't mean anything but he looks a little bit off in some ways you know what i mean yep
11: i'll be voting for him but i'm worried
0: <laughs> okay thank you good luck to us yeah i'm, I'm real worried too because we don't really know and of course they're doing a hell of a job I'm trying to convince everybody. See, that tells me that they're probably scared to hell of Howard Dean because they're doing right. wrong. Oh, please run, Howard Dean. You know, and he's the most easy candidate to beat. And he's Michael Dukakis right. all over again. If they really wanted him to be the candidate, they wouldn't be beating up on him right now. Right. So maybe they're scared crapless. Maybe their own inside polling is showing that he's the one that really has a chance to knock off the Bushmeister. More than a chance. He's going to do it. I bet you money. You think? I'll bet you money. Now, coming up, because this poll is not going over at all...
12: How uh, are saying to me?
0: We have some really... Fa- huh? We have some fascinating quotes from, from our, our, some of our staff members. And also, we're going to have a couple of comments to make before the end of the show today. You'll see. Got some really good clips here. I was taping frantically this morning. No, I'm going to have them all so paranoid. They'll be afraid to say hi to me. They'll be afraid, hey, what's going on? Even that, for fear that I might get on the air, which is good. Just keep them out of my face. 256 votes. If the election were today, who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, oh, we're getting freaked now, there's no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. None. Wesley Clark, 175, 68.3%. What? There's no doubt. George W. Bush, 50, 19.5%, and I wouldn't vote 31, 12.1%.
1: Live and local, this is five sixty. The radio's all yours. QAM. Friday, you bastard.
9: Have you seen the show?
8: Have you seen the show? Where everyone's in the know, everyone's in the know. They're all in on, on the scam, the sham, the flab, except for Joe Schmoe. So guys to win all the games, to so win all the games. Learning everyone's name, learning everyone's name. But he don't have a clue that it's not true.
0: It's eleven o'clock at five sixty WQM. Happy Friday to you! I'm going to give this uh, second poll one more time, and if we don't have any uh, takers for it, you're right. They don't they don't get it, or maybe they just don't find any of them fascinating. Aside from the sex angle, which of today's celebrities do you find the most fascinating, interesting? Uh,
5: Yeah, there's the rub right there because you said aside from the sex angle. Right, because otherwise we've done that a million times before.
0: You know, Britney this and Brad Pitt and all the the same old crap.
5: Who wants to do that? Aside from the sex angle, they're all a big bore.
0: Oh. Well, let's see. One last shot at it. And otherwise, what I'll do is I'll just leave up the uh, presidential thing the whole time, the whole weekend. Yeah, seriously. We'll just Schmidt can this, which will make Eric happy. 5670560, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. notice this week the tremendous number of women that we've had <laughs> calling in while we're doing the screenless now, huh? oh, We have two. Oh, I think, uh, I think since we started doing screenless together. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can't be bothered to uh, play that game, I guess. And we don't have any listing anyway. You wait till the book comes out. And by the way, week from today, that'll be when we separate the wheat from the chafe. A week from today, the 16th uh, at one o'clock, that comes the uh, fall book, and boy, it's going to be it's going to be scary. Yeah. So let's start blaming some people for it already. Exactly. By the way, George.
2: Yeah. Like did all. you say?
0: <gasps> don't say that. WQAM. Hello.
12: Good morning, Mariconso. How you doing? Okay. Uh, can you pull me down for George W. Bush and and, and God bless uh, Telia Cruz, please?
0: No, please, please go back to QBA, man. And then when you're finished with that, go back to Havana. Go back to Cuba, eh? Yeah. <laughs> God. WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yeah, uh, there's a lady for you, see.
13: See, I'm calling because I wanted to say I love you, but I also love George, too. Yeah. So I listen to you all the time. So you, well, do, thanks. Have, you do have females out there. We just don't get the chance to call in that frequently. Right. I know. Thank you. Bye. Have a
0: great weekend. Bye-bye. Aww. I think we're going to Schmidt can the second pool. I, I thought it was uh, interesting, but they don't.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there are people uh, that could have been on here like Tim Robbins or uh, uh, Janine Garofalo or, uh, you know, there are people who might be kind of interesting. Michael Douglas, no. Harrison Ford, right? No. Uh, no? Nobody? No. You're right. They're all boring. Five, six, seven, which means I'm going to have plenty of time because I got a huge pile. No, seriously, that's good news. On some other days, it might be bad news. But today, that's really good news. WQAM, hello.
12: Hey, uh, Vinnie Cole from Pompano. Yes, sir. Uh, you ready? Here we go. I'm ready. Here we go. Phil Spector for president. Does anyone go put up with that Ronnie Spector who looks like, I don't know where she's from, has my vote?
0: Okay. Although I think I will play that Ronnie Spector bit. That is funny. Thanks very much for reminding me, sir. I appreciate it very, very much, more than you'll ever know. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Why am I braving it in Toronto? Because I'm a real man, that's why. Roughly. Unlike unlike some of you pussies, uh, oh, if it gets under 60 degrees, we get real nervous. You know, I used to say that. That's a pile of crap. Although this is much too cold. This is is not uh, fit for human consumption. I'll tell you, right-freaking now, not right-fuging now. So anyway, in case you missed the excitement this morning.
7: <laughs> and,
0: uh... Yeah. Well, no, we're just we're just going to play it, like, one word at a time. You remember, one day at a time. We're going to play the excitement one word at a time. I'm not going to make it through. We don't want to leak out too much uh, heavy-duty stuff. I just realized here I got the wrong disc and the wrong... I'm, I'm just all... Screwed up ah, it's Friday. What did he want to hear? Oh, he didn't really want to hear it. Maybe he did. I want to hear it. The Ronnie Specter thing. What disc is that on? You don't even have it yet, know. do you? I'll play filler music. No, I'm not going to play it right now. I'm going to play it off the next break since we have these tremendous long breaks today. Boy, what a place. <laughs> hey, by the way, Greg, you're doing a hell of a job, baby. Man, you are really doing it. I don't think anybody could be doing the old doo-doo like you're doing a QAM. Greg Reed. There he is. Greg Reed for president. Get him out of our face. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Line 9 is always a winner. Well, uh, line 9, Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes,
12: I heard you ripping on Ron
11: Jeremy. Yeah. You don't like Ron Jeremy?
0: What? What? What is there to like about him? He's an idiot. He's a fat, ugly slob like me. Don't forget oh. his ego. Yeah. yeah plus, but, plus an ego.
6: But look what he's got to work with, and look what he's done.
0: Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, that that's true. I give him credit for that. Being fat and hairy and ugly like that.
6: And a name and double, like Hedgehog.
0: And double jointed, right? <laughs> Can't stand Ron Jeremy, and why anybody would want to see him naked beats the hell out of me, or even with clothes on.
14: He's very entertaining,
0: Neil. Well, I'm glad you enjoy him, sir. I hope you have a great life together, okay? Good luck to you. Oh, brother. I didn't wow, know anybody went that way. entertaining. I, I don't think I've, I've done this in a long time, at least not here anyway. I've got a, uh, I've got a thing for which I have no uh, sleeve, you know what I mean? Uh-oh. Yeah, I have one of those deals. And you're just holding it there on your Maybe finger? it's on the floor. I don't know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get this poll going, man. I think we're gonna Schmidt can it. I'll try another couple and then we'll give up on it. WQAM, hello. Can hey Yes, ma'am.
13: Oh, I got you on the air, right? I just called because I'm a woman and I wanted you to know I'm a constant listener. Whenever I'm in my car, you make my day. All right. Uh, and I wondered if you uh, saw the game, the, the, the Panthers game last night.
0: I uh, saw parts of it, and I'm uh, just in shock. And I want to thank the Panther organization, by the way, for beating Philly because in overtime because uh, Philly uh, losing that game winds up making Pat Quinn the coach of the Eastern Conference uh, all-star team in spite of the oh. fact that Leafs got pounded last night by Ottawa 7-1. to Oh,
13: cool. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize that. So it had double,
0: it. double-barreled. double In fact, the Panthers are only four points out of first place in their division now.
13: I think it's fabulous. And, and uh, I saw the game against Philly last week down here. Right. And, uh, you know, and it was they, they played pretty well in that game, but this kid Horton is starting to look pretty good. And, yeah, he does uh, look
0: pretty good. You're right.
13: And he's in the record book, and I'm just I'm just hoping uh, that things pick up from here for the Panthers too. He's no and, Tim uh,
0: Horton, but uh, he's going to be pretty good.
13: Yeah, no Tim Horton, I know, but that's what everybody's is saying. But but you know, he might be he might be well above average anyway. And and very scoring that that uh over that goal in overtime was just amazing. You know, I don't it's know. It's a know beautiful think, thing. Yeah, it really was. It was. It was a lot of fun. It's fun to be able to root for the team again. So I just wanted to let you know you got this lady's support and uh, and thanks a lot for being there.
0: Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, Panthers beat Philly four three in overtime last night. I turned on a Leaf game. I come in from the store. I turn on a Leaf game. They're already behind five nothing. So then I needless to say turned it off and watched other exciting things. Five six seven zero five sixty. And by the way, how come Bob Airy is on there with my old friend Mike Lang? That's embarrassing. Oh, and let me just also say this, Daniel Alfredson. Just wait till January thirty first. Just wait. When Ty Domi and or Darcy Tucker get a hold of your ass, keep your head up, Daniel. You asshole. They're gonna send your head back to Sweden. Just the head. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Good. What? Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Speaking.
12: Oh, Neil. Uh, Yes. Why don't you change your uh, poll to uh, somebody that you'd want
11: to meet, a celebrity you'd want to meet, not necessarily you find interesting, but somebody you'd like to sit down and maybe have dinner with. Okay. Not necessarily female, but, you know, just, I mean, to me, I I find um, Robert Duvall very interesting. I think he's a tremendous actor,
12: and he's the kind of guy you'd want to meet and talk to, have a conversation with.
0: Yeah, that's probably a better idea. I think uh, we'll do it. Okay. How do we how do we want to phrase that? What what's what uh, well-known celebrity would you like to meet,
2: or meet. have dinner with, or something? Yeah. What
0: well-known celebrity would you like to have dinner with? Okay, good idea. Okay, thanks. thanks a lot, Pally. There's the guy. He's our new poll director. He's got a better idea than I do. What well-known celebrity would you like to have dinner with? Not would you like to eat? Okay, would you like to uh, have dinner with? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, would you like? Because it's a one-track mind. You know what I'm saying? It was basically like yeah. Would you like to have dinner with? Will you zip it up? That's it. Okay, Robert Duval's got the first vote. That's good. Robert Duval. I mean, he doesn't have a vote yet, but he's on the list. What What are you losing it about? We just calm down. Okay, we're going to play the entire tape before the end of the show today. With uh, And then later we'll play the one where he's telling the truth about that whole mo business. I, I just can't take it. I mean... To listen to a bunch of overgrown children down there carrying on with me. Here, I'm a doddering old man trying to, like, do the best I can. And we got a bunch of little overgrown children.
7: Well, Neil, uh, it didn't really happen like that. It was by mutual agreement. Well, Neil, you know.
0: You're such a little simpering faggot, Clarence. Who the hell are you kidding? I think he and the Beast are doing it. I always used to think that was just shtick, but I think there's a lot of shticking going on. Oh, yeah. Mike W. Faxon says the last time a former general turned out to be a decent president was George Washington. Ever since high rank career military turning to the presidency has run from do-nothing inefficiency to complete disaster. You mean like Teddy Roosevelt? Hey now, But that's just my opinion. It says we all know what opinions are like. Right, was he, Mike.
5: Was he actually a general or just a... Uh, Teddy
0: Roosevelt? Yeah, high-ranking. It says ever since high-ranking military... I see. Which certainly includes Teddy Roosevelt. Sure. Ulysses S. Grant, he'd be right about that. He was a disaster. One of the all-time worst presidents. Eisenhower was horrible. Awful. Although everybody liked Ike. I like Teddy. Well, there you go. Let's think of some other former military men who became. How about Andrew Jackson? He was a good president. Seventh Ooh, president. Engine killer. No, he, he was a good president, though. A lot Hope of the that. presidents were, uh, so Teddy Roosevelt. Engine what? killer. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 567, <laughs> 0560. 345 votes. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, 67.2%, 232 out of 345. George W. Bush, 66, 19.1%. I wouldn't vote, period, 47. We'll do Howard Dean and Bush. In fact, you know something? I'm going to say, well, we could build that list for the other guy. I think we'll do Dean from noon to 2. I can't wait till Monday.
5: Can you? Yeah, I can wait. Why? Oh, I've got, you... big... <laughs> got big plans for the weekend. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, I'm serious. Forget about that. I'm just saying I cannot wait until Monday to do this other pool.
5: Oh, I, th- I thought you I, I can wait until Monday.
0: interesting. We'll do it at noon, Eric, okay? I hate to keep messing with Eric's mind because he's probably thinking, will you make up your mind already what you're going to do at noon? Well, he did not really have to do anything with either one of these, so what's he bitching about, right? right. I bet you he's bitching. Whoa! You know. Although he's doing a hell of a job, man. We had 30-some bedtime stories on there last night. No complaints. He just keeps pounding them out, pounding them out, grinding that stuff out. Plus we got that fantastic, that fabulous, uh, thing on our website. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a must for everybody in the whole USA it has to see it. It has to play with it. And it is, you can even play with it in Broward. The Dishonest W lying action figure. Just click on NeilRogers.com and right underneath where it says click here to make the Neil Rogers show your home page. There's dishonest W, and if you click anywhere on it, it'll like uh, download in a couple of seconds, and then you can uh, diddle with it. You can play all the, uh, the, you can have the pretzels puking out everywhere. It's a beautiful thing. It's fabulous. 11:13 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at two. We got what appears to be a fairly pristine schedule today. Although, although <laughs> I have uh, I have my doubts. That was funny. We may have another scratch out on another scratch in the lineup there. Scratch in the race. Have we got any word on that yet? No. We got the Mad Dog. Definitely he's in ink at two. The Humper is penciled in. The Load at four. The Big. Oh! He's there at seven whether you like it or not. Eddie K at ten. And Sporting News Radio debuts on QAM 2 to 6 in the AM. Sporting News Radio. Can it be any worse than ESPN Radio? No. Nah, same crap. And guess what? They're going to have the same scores. Same teams. same scores. 11.13 at QM, if your house has uh, been a little turned upside down because of the holidays and you haven't gotten around to ordering the new mattress you want, here's the idea. Do it right now from Dial-A-Mattress and get yourself a great mattress for this coming year and for the rest of your life, well, not the rest of your life, but years to come. Hank is a yes. Hank is a yes. Let's hear it. Oh! The Humper will be in the load because half a load ain't good enough for us. Oh! You know what they say. It's the same thing that our... Yeah. Anyway, get yourself a great new mattress and take care of your health and your back and the way you feel. Get a better night's sleep in 2004 by calling dial mattress tool free at 1-800-MATTRES. Celebrate the new year in comfort with a great new mattress like Stearns & Foster. That's right. They've added Stearns & Foster to their already strong championship lineup. And Stearns and & Foster, Hewitt is the finest mattress made anywhere in the USA. And you can sleep on one as soon as tonight by making that one easy call right now at one 800 Mattress. And, of course, dial mattress carries the complete line of the other top makers in the universe like Sealy and Serta and Simmons King Coil, Temperpedic 2 too. Choose from dozens of models at low unbeatable everyday discount prices and Dollar Mattress still are the only people in the world that let you choose that two-hour delivery window that's convenient for you, that meets your schedule seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. You want them there from noon to 2, 1 to 3, 2 to 4, they'll be there. With low prices, same-day delivery, pre-setup and removal, it's easy to see. All of these things have made Dollar Mattress best in the world in customer satisfaction. So do what I always do when the old mattress is lumpy and worn out. Get yourself a great new one by making one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. one 800 T T R E S. or you'll find them online at mattress.com. We are Sports Radio
1: 560, QAM. Hey.
10: Even though the ex-wife of record producer Phil Spector has said nothing but mean, hateful things for the past 29 years, The former Ronette has apparently changed her tune.
15: Ooh, child, i mean to tell you, this is a good man. Even though Phil kept me locked up in the basement and fed me nothing but rice and sour skittles, it's a good man. Even though he beat me within an inch of my life with his Chuck Taylor canvas hot top converse sneakers, that's a good man. I don't believe he killed anybody, at least not weighs on purpose. By the way, I'll be appearing at the Lake Tahoe Red Roof Inn on New Year's Day in a lobby from 3 till 5. I'll be singing, be my, be my baby, be my little baby. ooh, child, i still got the pipes. It's a charity show to benefit me. And of course, this one's for the children. There's a pretty good chance my friend Eddie Money may swing by the L-T-R-I to take me home tonight. Ooh, I scared myself with my marvelous voice. Anyways, these charges against my ex-husband is fooey. Hong Kong phooey. Sure, he tried to kill me once, but not by his own self. He hired a kill man. That's totally different. We had a disagreement about me wanting to eat pixie sticks instead of sour Skittles down in the basement, and he flew off the hammer and hired a kill man. I was bruised, but not died. In contusions, let me say this. Fail specters of innocent man until not proven innocent by a jury of 12 people who don't like his toupee. I blame Paul McCartney for this incident, for putting out the Naked album and taking all the hard work by my ex, Phil, and leaving it off the record down on the floor. That's caca, that's poo-poo, and it drove him to the killing that he didn't do. I must go! Maximano!
9: Ronnie Spector's opinion does not necessarily reflect those of any right-thinking person. Medication during the interview provided by Bristol-Myers Squibb.
0: Okay, thank you. 1119 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax from somebody from uh, Gary and Weston. says, Black Box Voodoo. This is a letter to the uh, editor of the Sun-Sentinel, which they chose not to publish. He says, as a longtime resident of Broward County, I'm relieved that Ms. Elephant has been removed from her position as supervisor of elections. However, I'm extremely concerned about the county's reliance on touchscreen voting, otherwise known as direct recording electronics, or DREs for short. They just had a problem with that on Tuesday. Did you see that? No. Because people were either too stupid to know how to do the touchscreen, and they had the one state house race that had to be recounted, and the guy won by like uh, a couple of votes. Any first year auditing student will tell you it's imperative to have a paper trail by which to compare and verify results. Professional hackers can easily manipulate the current system, which does not provide a printed receipt to be cross-referenced with machine tally. When Mr. O'Dell, president of Diebold Systems, one of the DRE manufacturers, goes on record as promising to deliver Ohio, his home state to President Bush in 2004, it's more than a little disconcerting. It's even more disconcerting to learn that the programming used by these machines is considered the intellectual property of the manufacturer, which means our present system can be manipulated and we can't do a damn thing about it. It's also worthwhile noting that Nevada's just recently decided to purchase voting equipment that generates a paper trail, with the 2000 election in our rearview mirror emerging like-minded citizens to contact our county commissioners and demand they spend the additional dollars necessary to add printers to our voting machines to ensure that each and every vote is counted this time. Nice going, Gary, and the Sun Sentinel's usual sucks. Just like that obnoxious act by the Sun Sentinel here several months ago when the county commissioners voted to formally oppose the uh, Patriot Act. Right. And they put it on the Sun Sentinel website about three minutes till midnight, and it never made the addition of the paper the next day. And once the little hand hit the big hand, it, it just by miracle that mm-hmm. uh, I saw it. Right. And once the big hand hit the little hand and turned to the next day, the calendar turned, all of a sudden that disappeared, just like magic. <gasps> yeah.
5: Unforgivable.
0: Just unconscionable. The way the mainstream media continued doing everything to spoon-feed and brainwash the public because they're all sucking up. This is the biggest bunch of suck-ups I've ever seen in my life, the mainstream media, which is why 58,000 kids came back in body bags from Vietnam because the media was sucking up right till the very end, right until Walter Cronkite and a few others opened up a mouth. And, and it's just amazing to see they're doing the same thing now. Had 10 more kids die in the la- yesterday in a 24-hour period of time or less. I got a great article, by the way. Oh, man, is it good. Yeah. Father Speaks of Son's Death in Iraq. It's on our website by Erica Ann Finch in the uh, North County Times, San Diego. We'll get to it later on. We got more important stuff like Britney's uh, wedding meltdown. That's what America cares about is Britney and Scott. If I have to see that Scott and Lacey Peterson and that freaking Mark Eragos anymore, I'm going to puke right on my TV screen. I can't take it. I just cannot take it can't stand him, them. I mean, what is the, why, again, Not like I, I told you, care. during Alien, the media decides what you're supposed to care about. Oh, this is very important and everybody cares about it. Well, they didn't really. Well, they will now right. because we'll just inundate them with it for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner, for snacks in between. While they're asleep, we're going to just stick this right inside your brain. We're going to inundate every pore of your body with whatever we decide is important and whatever we can exploit for ratings. That's the media for you. Bunch of grave robbers. But there you go, Baghdad Hotel attack, no casualties. There's the good news for the day, no casualties. Saw that earlier. 386 votes. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, 261, about two-thirds, 67.6%. George W. Bush, 71, 18.3%. I wouldn't vote, 54, 13.9%. Now, what would anybody? I guess that I wouldn't vote crowd, generally speaking, is going to be. Well, we'll see. We'll see when we put Dean up there against Bush at the noon. We on to that? We got it. Miami Archdiocese pays $425,000 in lawsuit alleging new bishop ignored molestation. Less than a month before the Miami Archdiocese ordained Bishop Felipe Estevez, or as the bird would say, Estevez, on Wednesday, it spent $425,000 settling a lawsuit that accused him of standing by as three girls were molested in his church. The sisters, now in their 20s, sued the Archdiocese and the Church of St. Agatha in Miami in 2002 in their suit, they alleged that an elderly employee assaulted them on church grounds in 1989. Estevez knew about the abuse at the time it occurred, according to the suit, but it was not until a decade later that he assured the parents he would contact Archdiocese officials about the problems. Then in 2000, the court documents say Estevez read the parents a letter saying the statute of limitations had passed and there was nothing that the parents could do. Ain't that lovely? Lovely. On Thursday, meaning yesterday, church officials and a lawyer for the three women confirmed the settlement. Estevez couldn't be reached for comment, but Archdiocese spokeswoman Mary Ross Augusta said the timing of the settlement had nothing to do with his ordination this week. Right! And Pete Rose never met on baseball either, Mary. She said Estevez didn't learn of the abuse until 1999 and immediately followed church protocol, which required him to report the allegation to his superiors. A leading critic of the Catholic Church said it was beyond disappointment that the Archdiocese would settle the case and then make Estevez a bishop. Had the suit settled for five grand, they might have said... We think there was no abuse or cover-up, but it's cheaper to go this route, said David Clohessy, national director of SNAP, that it was almost a half a million, says clearly they wanted all of this to go away, which is what they've always wanted and usually gotten. How do you like that? I don't. Same old tired crap, like I told you. They had a little bit of flash about uh, you know, in the media for a couple of months there back in June last year. And other than that, all over with. Done. We're doing it, baby. And then, of course, they had that big phony uh, conference again two days ago, and there's Wilton Gregory. Oh, yeah, we're doing it, and everybody's living up to our promises. They're doing it all right. I'll guarantee you there's probably altar boys and girls being molested right now as I speak. Guarantee as,
5: as we speak,
2: sure.
0: Does, it doesn't stop. See, the thing with Michael Jackson is no different than the priest scandal. There, there's no difference. There's no such thing as a reformed pedophile. So the idea that all of a sudden, because they had a few meetings and they put on a dog and pony show for the public and they passed a few resolutions and signed a few documents, that all of a sudden it stopped. Ain't stopping. By the way, you know, I got the poll for uh, Monday. All right. Let me give you a clue. The headline on this story. Voice to announce mission to Mars and Moon. You got the poll? Yeah. Who's going to go?
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, this is so unbelievable. Oh. President Bush will announce plans next week. And, of course, this is so transparent again. They were talking about this a month ago, about right. what kind of cockamamie thing is he going to come up with to try to put together, like Kennedy, you know, we're right. going to go to the moon. It's well, here's Bush. To, every time I think of John Kennedy, I always think of George Bush. <laughs> right. Not. And so here it is, a permanent human presence on the moon. Oh, I'd love to see Dick Cheney up there, wouldn't you? And maybe Kenny Leigh. Bush won't propose sending Americans to Mars anytime soon. Rather, he envisions preparing for the mission more than a decade from now, one official said. In addition to proposing the first trip to the moon since December 72, the president wants to build a permanent space station there. Maybe space cadets could go there. I have one in mind. In fact, I have a couple of people in mind. Absolutely. Three senior officials said Bush wants to aggressively reinvigorate the space program, which has been demoralized by a series of setbacks, including the space shuttle disaster last February that killed seven astronauts. The official speaking on condition of anonymity said Bush's announcement will come middle of next week. 400 votes even on the poll. Makes the math easier. We'll change it at noon. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, 269. 67.2%. George W. Bush, 75. 18.7%. I wouldn't vote. 56. 14% said, uh-uh. Count me out. 27 after 11 at 560 WQA, and we got a pristine lineup today. I'm very impressed by that. The Humper is back. Thank the Lord. Thank goodness. Not that we don't love you, Boog, but, uh, you know, enough is enough already. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? Get this lineup. Well, it's already the ninth of January. Let's get the deal going here for the new year. And in the next hour, we might actually play a few segments from a very important tape recording.
11: Like to me, it's like...
0: Yeah. I, in fact, we already have played a few segments. I think it's... huh. <laughs> Been the highlight of the show so far, if you ask me. A little me. bit of editing. We got Britney's wedding meltdown. We got that very poignant story from uh, Common Dreams, uh, from the uh, San Diego uh, North County Times. Cheating uh, Chelsea. Boy, oh boy, the Inquirer went crazy on us. They're just pages and pages. One thing about Chelsea, man, she's sure consistent. She is, just like me, ugly. Although I think even uglier than me.
5: But a she's a goer, eh?
0: old, Huh? She's a goer, eh? Oh boy, she is just brutal. She calls off secret wedding. Good for her. Yeah. Let me just grab this. You go, girl. Calls off secret wedding date. His jealous boyfriend explodes over a boozy table dance with Mark Wahlberg. Oh ho ho. I got news for her. Mark Wahlberg wouldn't touch her with your hand. Apparently Believe he me. did. He did? Well, they were table dancing. Mark Wahlberg did, did, uh, Chelsea? Oh, well, we don't know about that, but. Get out of town. They were man. grinding. I think, she's, I think she's a mannequin. I don't think she's for real. Hey, I'll tell you one thing that's for real, and that's the Atkins diet. Everybody and their brother now is hopping on the bandwagon. Even a lot of the fast food joints are now starting to sell you Atkins sandwiches and Atkins this. And, and that's because more and more people are desperate to lose weight. We're fat. We're fat. We're desperados. And the time and place to start is always at the new year when we make our resolutions. Find out what the lights of West Boca is all about because this is the store you've been looking for. It's the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the universe, so join the thousands of South Floridians who have made of West Boca number one in the world. Because they've got over a thousand low-carb products, I mean, they've got variety for it. Not the same old meat and cheese and seafood and seafood, meat and cheese, but they got all kinds of other good tasty stuff like breads and bagels, cookies, crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, and fantastic low-carb sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. they got the widest selection. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m., You can always try anything in the store before you buy it. They've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that knows dieting inside and out, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins Brands products anywhere. They're all on sale every day, all day, even on Sukkis. So if you're one of those dieters out there that's trying any kind of a low-carb diet, this is a store you've got to get in touch with. The Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 next to Boston Market. You can call them toll-free. The number is 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or find them on the web at lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca, and beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's your official Atkins Retail Center.
1: Nine this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, it's yellow, baby. It's
7: Friday. You
1: resting.
7: One man trapped in a strange world must defend his honor, his woman, and also that weird cult thing he's into.
8: Elron Hubbard was not a nut. He was the sanest man who ever lived.
7: <laughs> Tom Cruise is the last Scientologist. It's as legitimate as any other
8: major religion, only more
7: so. The last Scientologist. If you call him gay, he'll sue you for $100 million. But if you call his religion crazy... He'll cut you in half, lengthwise, with a four-foot samurai sword.
8: Nicole wasn't so into it, but I'm pretty sure Penelope will be, and
7: if not... He's even willing to die for Dianetics. He is the last Scientologist.
8: What do you want from me? I mean, besides my fame, my fortune, complete control of my life, and, oh yes, my soul. Tom Cruise is
7: the last Scientologist. Uh, unless you count John Travolta, Jenna Elfman, and a few other gullible Hollywood airheads. The Last Scientologist is now playing with your mind in a theater
0: near you. Oh, you know, it's 26 till noon. <laughs> no, I wanted to put Tom Ridge on her for a second.
10: Uh, metrics to expedite the processing of foreign travelers and stop known or suspected terrorists at our borders.
0: Right. By the way, that guy that they were looking for on the French on the Air France flight that they said was connected to Al-Qaeda? Other French say now they're full of crap, but uh, not, not true. Okay? Okay. So, you know, well, you know, an abundance of caution. That's the term they always like to use, an abundance of caution. And uh, part of the whole deal is that the uh, British, uh, British air pilots didn't want to do the thing with the air marshals. They're, like, uh, threatening to walk out, which is why a lot of those British air flights got delayed or didn't take off at all. Don't want to do the air marshal thing. And also KLM has said they're not going to, uh, they're not going along with that. They will not put air marshals on their flights. How do you like that? Hmm. I'm just mentioning that in passing. Okay. There's Tom Rage who said, it's yellow alert. Okay, everybody stand out a little bit. Breathe a little bit easier. Take a sigh of relief. <laughs> okay? Listen very carefully now. You go to a different direction. Yeah, see? <laughs> I, you know something? I will play that entire clip before the end of the day. You're going to have to listen carefully. In fact, right. some of you folks will... Tape the show. In fact, if you have right. your own editing and machine out there, you can like piece it together, together right. piece by piece. You can get the evidence from, <laughs> that's right, the mole.
14: <laughs> the hairy
0: What? Man. Well, we got all this stuff going on. I mean, if the audience, uh, I try to inform them at the beginning of the show today about the inside crap that's just getting a heavier duty all the time, because we've got a grumpy old man who just won't stop carrying on and bitching to this one and complaining to that one, and it's this one did this to me, and that one did <laughs> that, and uh, yeah. so you can't stand the fact that you can't handle the truth. That's your problem. Jack Nicholson ought to give him a what for. You cannot handle the truth, and you can't handle the fact that you're being exposed for the kind of scumbag that you are, who can't get along with anybody else. Nobody is good enough for you, Mo, and that's what it's all about. So all of our people, sooner or later, even if they make a valiant attempt to work with you on that show and hate it like poison anyway, every minute of it, then you still they're not good enough for, and they still get blown off the show, unceremoniously. And then if I talk about it on the air, then well, it's all a big lie, and it was a mutual agreement, no, it was not. It was not a mutual agreement. There's only a mutual agreement after the fact since somebody uh, had no choice. That's not a mutual agreement. Anyway, uh, North County Times, San Diego. This article by Erica Ean Finch. Father speaks of son's death in Iraq. Fernando Suarez del Solar stood in front of an audience that hung on his every word Wednesday night at the Pilgrim United Church of Christ in Carlsbad. Through an interpreter and sometimes speaking in English with a heavy accent, the Escondido resident discussed his recent trip to Iraq And the death of his 20 year old son, Corporal um, Lance, uh, Corporal Jesus Alberto Suarez del Solar. Wow. Suarez del Solar spoke to about 40 people during a meeting at the North County Coalition for Peace and Justice. He showed a video and pictures he shot during his trip to Iraq from December 1st through the 8th. He told stories about the children he met and the faces of the soldiers in the streets of Baghdad. When we walked through the streets, a curious group formed, Suarez del Solar said. When we told them we were on a mission of peace, They welcomed us and shook our hands. It was a beautiful experience. Suarez del Solar said he made the pilgrimage because he wanted to visit the place where his son was killed by a cluster bomb, March 27th. He said the government initially lied to him about his son's death, so he traveled to the country to gather more truth. But I changed the reason for my trip, he said. I recall the words my son told me. He said, tell me about the lies Bush told to create this war, but I know the main reason is the children of Iraq. One of the most poignant moments of the evening came when Suarez del Solar told a story about those children. He showed a picture of himself and several Iraqi youngsters in the photo. Suarez del Solar has tears in his eyes. He said the children were selling bananas on the streets, but when he tried to buy the bananas, they refused his money. They gave him the bananas, and all they asked for in return was a copy of the photograph. These children lost their parents in a bomb in a residential area that had no military, Suarez del Solar said. Now they live in the shell of a burned-out building like rats. Wednesday night was not the first time Suarez del Solar spoke in front of the coalition. He spoke to the group during a meeting last year as well. Shelly Halidi, coalition coordinator, said it was important to have speakers such as Suarez del Solar to educate people on the truth about the war. He has been to Iraq. He can give us information on what's really going on in the country, Halidi said. We have created such a loss to the Iraqi people and our own men and women. The devastation we have caused is unnecessary. Fernando carries a message of peace and the loss of a parent. The North County Coalition for Peace and Justice formed in October 2002 as a way to protest the inevitable war against Iraq. They've participated in peaceful protests and demonstrations and created a traveling Iraq memorial to commemorate the soldiers who died in the war. Jim Brown, a member of the San Diego chapter of Veterans for Peace, also attended the meeting. Brown said his organization, which is comprised of veterans of all branches of the military, also seeks to educate people of the realities of war. What better person to talk about the real cost of war than someone who lost his son, Brown said. Suarez del Solar said he was always against the war even before his son's death. Aside from visiting Iraq, he has spent time lobbying Congress and the UN to pull troops out of the country. He said his goal is to remove all American and English troops from the streets of Baghdad. But Suarez del Solar said his experiences last month actually brought him a bit more peace. He said he was surprised to find Baghdad, a bustling city with traffic, open businesses and people on the streets. Before speaking to the coalition members, his eyes grew misty as he talked about finding the location where his son perished. I felt better when I found the place, far as Del Solar said. I put a cross on the ground. I also saw the children in the schools and hospitals, and I know my son had a personal mission to help the children. He died for the children, not for the government. Wow.
5: Just heartbreaking.
0: But again, you know, the public is, uh, there political animals out there. Don't confuse us with that propaganda deal, or that anti-Bush yes. propaganda. we got our You're minds made coward. up. You're a coward. Huh?
5: You're a coward.
0: Yeah, you? that's right. Anyway, here's the result of the poll so far. The first one's got another 20 minutes to go. 437 votes. If the election were being held today, for whom would you vote? Wesley Clark or George Bush or neither one? Wesley Clark, 298, 68.1%. George W. Bush, 80, 18.3%. And I wouldn't vote, 59, percent Damn good thing I didn't put Ralph Nader on there, you know? Ooh. No, seriously, because my blood boils when I think about that arrogant, egotistical, obnoxious old man. Absolutely. Oh no, not that one. Live,
1: live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM.
10: Then, Neil Rogers. Every goddamn
8: day, the news is morning. We have a yellow. Oh, you it of you like a yellow line oh my God. the VRI, and that's why we have a yellow line can't explain the meaning of what these which sits at his desk With a set of loathens And doodles, cartoons Any kind they, they want to the confuse And they have a yellow line But that means Something they can't abide Be
0: afraid, be very afraid. Okay, just calm down. 16 till noon at QAM. So anyway, here's the deal. Without having to hear uh, Tom Ridge, the Department of Homeland Security lowered the national terror alert from orange to yellow today. He's uh, hopping uh, and uh, bopping right now. Two senior administration officials tell CNN that President Bush signed off Friday on this recommendation, which came after several days of deliberation. He was going like like that. And they said, "How about Monday? Okay. Well, how about Friday? That's even better.
5: Monday, Tuesday.
0: Right." Anyway, some sectors will remain on high alert, such as aviation, ports, and nuclear facilities. Key cities, including New York, Washington, and Las Vegas, also remain on higher alert. Oh, my God. Okay. So, New York, Washington, and Vegas still stay on higher alert. But everybody else kind of like to step back, take a little bit of a breath. So, there you go. We're not hearing quite as much chatter. A little bit lower, lower volume, right? Now, we are hearing some very important revelations, though. We'll love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going on, baby One word or two words at a time You'll see We'll tell his tale One way or the other today Now somebody faxes from the Hollywood Dog Track The second race You see this in the matinee I don't know what <laughs> date this sauce. was Yeah, Jerry, thanks Jerry, this is amusing Mo Howard Came in second in the second race at Hollywood Greyhound Track Absolutely During the matinee was whenever, recently Thank you, Jerry. It's amusing as hell. Right? Absolutely. Shut up. Britney's wedding meltdown. How's that poll come? We only got about a quarter of an hour to go to before we change it to Dean against Bush. I mean, I realize it's only January, but we got the uh, primaries coming up. we got the Iowa caucus any minute now. 458 votes. If the election was today, who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, 314, 68.5%. George W. Bush, 81, 17.6%. And I wouldn't vote. 63, 13.7%. Britney's wedding meltdown. Inquirer answers the question All America's is asking. Do you hear, isn't everybody asking about it? Oh, yeah, everybody. Why did she do it? Why did she do it? She was Drunk. Boy, is he ever grotesque or what? He is a mugwump. Ears. Man. Britney Spears' wild sperm-of-the-moment wedding for, to a two-fisted barroom brawler resulted from a secret dating relationship she kept under wraps by quietly seeing him when she went back home. The Inquirer has learned exclusively. Brittany's latest shocking maneuver horrified both her mom, Lynn, and the groom's mother, neither of whom were consulted or even invited to the ceremony at that Vegas marriage chapel. And by the way, they're on high alert in Vegas for the next phony wedding. While the Daily Press described the wedding as a booze fueled joke that went too far, An Inquirer investigation has found that the sexy singer had a limited dating relationship with hunky Jason Alexander over the past few months. I think what they mean is hulky, not hunky. Hulky Jason Alexander hooking up with him when she returned home to Kentwood, Louisiana. Hooking up with him meaning screwing their brains out, obviously, right? Oh, God, she was screwing that? Oh, man. I think every red-blooded heterosexual in the universe ought to be pissed off about that and indignant. Sources who saw Britney in Vegas and were even close enough to smell her breath Insist she was not drunk while getting her wedding license or while tying the knot. However... Now where is that? Oh, it's not in this article. There's another one I saw where it's got a picture of the two of them. Oh, man. Oh, it's this one. Where the hell is it? I think I'm missing a page somewhere. Where the hell is it? Is that possible? Is that I'm possible? missing a page? I'm missing everything. I'm just losing it rapidly. Oh, seriously, it's a a very important page, and I just uh, it's among the missing now. But anyway, there's a picture there, and uh, they're both pie-eyed. That's the kindest thing I would say about them. Anyway, in fact, eyewitnesses who spoke exclusively to the Inquirer say she was heavily, happily, deeply emotional, loving, and even cried tears of joy at the altar after saying her vows to Jason, an old childhood friend who once attended a daycare center run by Brittany's mom. The Inquirer's investigation also uncovered stunning details of Jason's violent past and present. Brittany's bizarre marriage meltdown was typical of her rash, controversial, unpredictable behavior of late, including that televised kiss with Madonna, which has shocked her entourage. The singer was entranced by the swaggering, macho lifestyle of Jason, who has had brushes with the law three times, including one conviction. After dating mild-mannered pussy Justin Timberlake, she was captivated by the tough six-foot-two weightlifter, sources say... Britney felt there's been something missing in her life since Justin revealed a closed source. She was drawn to Jason's bad boy image and thought they were soulmates. She laughed about knowing him since he was a baby. And this thing goes on and on for her, but I don't want to read it. It's too depressing. Especially now that we know that they were screwing their brains out. Aren't you depressed? Well, I figured that. Did you? Oh, yeah. You figured they were doing it? She's a ghost. What a disgusting thought. She's a slut.
5: She's a hose beast.
0: A right. Well, there you go. See, now, like I said, people have a feeling of optimism now as opposed to being depressed only moments ago. Right?
5: Well, that's not a uh, I've always date. loved you,
0: I, I'll go to back for you, but- Well, that's okay. I mean, you're not my type. Stick with Clarence, okay? What's your name? <gasps> yeah, no, no names will <laughs> be given on these tapes. We're to protect the guilty parties. Because we don't want Mo coming in Monday morning, throwing another tantrum and kicking in the door, and you miserable son of a bitch, you stay away from me, Junior, you fugue an idiot, you, you stayed a fugue away from me. Now, what? No. I mean, you, you're you the one that seems to be most entertained by these uh, the mystery tapes. <laughs> oh, it's the, the pre- presentation. Tapes. It's what? The presentation. I see. Well, there's going to be more dribs and drabs. It's not all that long anyway. Now, the other one that we had on there before, part of that is still on there. And yeah. if somebody makes me the right offer, like maybe 10, 15 extra weeks vacation this coming year, maybe, huh, <laughs> maybe I won't play any of that other stuff. But then on the other hand, maybe I will. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'll bet you do. And by the way, I thought you didn't listen, Mo. I, see, I don't understand how a guy who's always uh, with his Centurion voice insisting he doesn't listen to this show, it's disgusting, it's a pile of crap, how he's always having a nervous breakdown about the truth that we spew about him on his show.
5: I'm listening.
0: Now, I'll bet you are, guarantee. I'll bet you everybody's life on it, right? i bet you your life on it, Mo. That you're listening phone right calls.
5: now. I'm listening. Huh? He got phone calls.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, here's a, a, a great find. Well, you better check your sources next time, Mr. Okay? I do. You got phone calls. My ass. He's hanging on every second of the show. What does that Make... sound
5: like? In my time slot, I need something that's dedicated for me, da-da-da.
0: Anyway, Matt Bivens writes in The Nation in his Daily Outrage column, and I love this. I think it's about time somebody said this. I should have said it the other day. But even even I don't have the balls to say it the way he did. No, seriously, this whole business about MoveOn.org and the Hitler stuff, it says, that the nation's John Nichols reports, MoveOn.org is being pounded upon hysterically by the Republican Party over two ad contest entries, mailed in from the public not endorsed by MoveOn, even apologized for and pulled from the website ads that compare George W. Bush to Adolf Hitler. MoveOn notes sourly, however, that none of this indignation was around when Democratic Senator Max Cleland, a, Demo- a decorated veteran who lost both of his legs and an arm serving in Vietnam, was smeared by the Republican leadership with TV ads comparing him to Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. And Timothy Carr at Mediachannel.org observes, even as the mainstream media has raised cries of shame at the Bush-Hitler ads, which were mailed in a, to a Bush and uh, Bush 30 seconds ad contest and promptly rejected, there's been total silence about the still truculently defined decision by the New York Post to run a column devoted entirely to comparing Howard Dean supporters to Hitler's brown shirts and Dean himself to Nazi propagandist Joseph Goebbels. Kerr suggests you ask your favorite news outlet to explain the double standard. Two citizens send in speech comparing the Bush administration to Hitler, speech that's promptly rejected by progressives, even apologized for out of embarrassment to even be briefly associated with, and it's a sordid national news event. But leading citizens and editors at a major metropolitan newspaper craft and print a detailed comparison of Howard Dean to Hitler. They don't apologize. They don't back down or disavow, and there's smug silence. While you're at it, then, ask him how it wasn't a national disgrace that a man who left three of his limbs on a battlefield in Vietnam could be called in Republican Party-sponsored ads on television an Al-Qaeda lover just because Republican operatives coveted his Senate seat and because he had dared question the President's war in Iraq. That was probably the closest thing we've seen yet to a Goebbels moment. Where was the New York Post's crack Goebbels-watching team then? Maybe if the Republicans policed their own ranks, a minority of the American public wouldn't be entertaining dark fears about homegrown fascism. Well written by Matt Pivens in the a Nation Outrage Con. Nice going, Matt. You go, boy. Bunch of hypocrites. Just like Rush. The same crap, man. All those drug people should be in jail and we ought to start uh, enforcing the laws. All those scumbags, those low life. Right. Well, when are you going to sign up, Rush? When are you going to, like, check yourself in? His ass ought to be in there right now. He ought to be cooling his heels. Yep. 471 votes on a poll. we got seven minutes in county before we change it at noon when the little hand strikes the big one. If the election were being held today, for whom would you vote? Wesley Clark, 324, 68.7%. George W. Bush, 84, 17.8%. I wouldn't vote, 63, 13.3%. Oh, and speaking of that, what a good segue. I sounded like Henry Burrow there. Oh, oh yeah. Very close. For Henry. Oh. <laughs> hey, Henry, lose some weight, man. Lose an ounce or two. We're all so goddamn fat. It's just, it's pathetic. I think it's a, plot. it's a plot. I think al-Qaeda is like uh, doing something with our food supply. Yeah, I think putting they're like uh, making in. us balloon up. Is that it? Anyway, poll shows, this is in the Herald this morning, or yesterday. Poll, Hispanic support for President Bush in war grows, but still lags behind the general population. More Hispanic support the war in Iraq and the George W. Bush administration today than before Saddam Hussein was captured, though they still lag behind the general population in their approval rating of the president results from two national polls show. The widely publicized capture also changed their stance on the military. Before Sodom was caught, more Hispanics said they wanted U.S. service members to come home immediately, but the majority now say coalition forces should stay in Iraq. The combined results of two polls released yesterday by the Pew Hispanic Center, one was conducted in December before Sodom was seized, and one January 2nd through 4th, identify important changes in Hispanic attitudes towards Iraq, the economy, and the presidential election, said Robert Suro, director of the Pew Hispanic Center. There's a volatility in the Hispanic population in response to events in Iraq, and that'll be good news for the president as long as events go well. But it could clearly turn out the other way as well, Siro said yesterday in a telephone conference with journalists. While only 27% of Hispanics said they would vote for Bush in December, 37% in the January poll said they will vote to re-elect him. An increase of 10 points. The poll, And then, of course, we had that thing on the immigration the other day. Yeah. Right? Poof, you're a citizen. Well, now it's poof, you can stay here and you can keep working. Right. The poll sample is nationally representative of the Latino adult population in terms of gender, age, education, national origin, U.S. region. The numbers were not broken down by state, so it's not possible to call if there was any significant change in the attitudes of Florida's Hispanic population. Oh God, <laughs> how could there be any change when you got 110 percent? El Presidente Man, he's going to get all those Comunistas, to. Cominista. How could there be any change in Florida's Hispanic population such as it is? Catch my grip? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Boy, I sure wish we had some spots today. You know What's yeah, well, going on, Scrantz? Grant celebrated her birthday yesterday. Are we playing that happy birthday thing? No. No, absolutely not. Sick, disgusting. In fact, maybe she could elope with Moe. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be a marriage made in heaven? And then Zach said, anyway... Let's take a, a last look at that poll before we have the changing of the guard. Whose name did he say? Oh, that's what I thought he said. 484 votes. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? We'll change it to Dean against Bush at noon. So you got three minutes while George is trying to drag himself up off the floor. Would you try to calm yourself down? Would you making an...
5: Oh, I've tried.
0: A jackass. I'm oh, Wesley Clark, 331. 68.3%. Oh, look at that touchdown pass by Brett Favre on CNN. Ow! All right, you go, Brett. Ow! Daddy's up in the sky looking down on you on that big uh, plasma TV in the sky. Wesley Clark, 331, 68.3%. George W. Bush, uh, 85, 17.5%. Boy, that's awfully consistent with what it always is, isn't it? No. What do you mean by that? What percent? Oh, no, it's 175 Oh, there it goes. It's always like 17 to 18%, the uh, Bush people in this audience. At least they're still there. They're not happy, but they're still there. And I wouldn't vote 68, 14%. My. My and
1: local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This
9: is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. American Girls.
10: American guys who only listen to the message from the Uber ride will have their table talk flying. As the troops come home, did they find the comfort of denial hiding under the bed? I never served in the army. I'm too afraid to fight. So I sit right here near the TV, far from liberal lies. Under their covers, you'll discover. I'm a big fish, Who would prefer to have some other Do the fighting for play Now this country I love Is occupying Iraq And all the suckers like me Whose necks are red in the back Have our tongues all placed firmly In Bush's big brown eye The big mouth cowards of the world Who gladly follow
8: fly
10: Hey Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid To fight or enlist but you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist. And my flag will fly from the back of my truck. Like an idiotic, pseudo-patriotic dumb fuck. And my view of the whole wide world is what I see on Fox News. Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior who knows better than you. I'm an inbred jerk who parrots anything they say, don't have to read or research, it's so much easier this way to watch TV or look at pictures in USA Today with my finger up my ass. As I tickle my brain Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid To fight or enlist But you can count on me To watch TV and shake my fist As I lower my fly, So I can pull on my pud To proudly show the swats to cut That dude on my nuts The Saudis are our best friends in the world Not those Iraqis or Jews Hey, I'm an armchair warrior who knows better than you.
0: Come 03 at 560 WQAM. How come we got the stuck at 499 there? Did Eric disable the polar or what? Or is that I think just are we done? Switch, switching it. Is he swishing it? Okay, out of 499 votes, if the election were being held today for president. Who would you vote for? Wesley Clark, 344, 68.9%. George W. Bush, 87, 17.4%. And I wouldn't vote 49. I'm I'm rather 68. I'm sorry. 68, 13.6%. I'm saving that. Save it, Neil. Okay. And then we'll put, uh, now we're going to switch it and put Dean against Bush, and I wouldn't vote. We'll see. See if there's any difference. Somebody is upset with the uh, TV stations in South Florida uh, for obvious reasons. It said the accurate news reporting uh, my ass. That's research. Channel 7 News, on their website, local news, and we got it right, too, here on this show, and we don't even know what the hell's going on. We're out of touch. Channel 7 News, headline in their story, Driver killed when SUV falls four stories from Broward garage. Didn't I mention that in the first hour? Right. Yes. And didn't I say four stories? Yes. Right. Didn't CNN say four stories? Yes. Yes. Now, Channel 6 says, on their website, Car falls eight stories from Broward parking lot, one dead. And the the Sun Sentinel, which is just an embarrassment, just humiliating and degrading that those of us in Broward Broward! have to put up with that as an excuse for a newspaper. The only thing that makes the uh, Sun Sentinel look better is the fact that Dade County's got the Herald. That's the only thing. At least one person is believed dead after an SUV plunged through a retaining wall on the fifth floor of a public parking garage. I mean, granted, you can say, well, you're nitpicking now, but there's three different reports on the same story. Right. Maybe they're counting from the top. So we got fourth floor, fifth floor, eighth floor, and, uh, they're still dead. Tragic. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Just in case, we're not building any poles. We're gonna get the Dean thing on here? is like, uh, what's the story now? Uh-huh. Reload? Huh? Is he loading it? Is he diddling with it? We'll see. Refreshing. Oh, there you go. Nice going. The Psychic Eric, as soon as I mentioned it, there was like only moments later. So now you got Dean against Bush or I wouldn't vote. Cheating Chelsea. I mean, this guy, this, I could take the rest of the show to read this, which I won't, because she's too damn boring anyway. She calls off secret wedding date as jealous boyfriend explodes over a boozy table dance with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> WQAN. Does the Q stand for queer? Yeah, it stands for queer, queer AM, yes. Or no, it's WJAM. Chelsea Clinton and her boyfriend, Ian Klaus, had an ugly verbal clash as he accused the former first daughter of cheating, and she canceled their secret wedding date. The fight erupted after Chelsea performed a boozy dance on a table with hunky Mark Wahlberg at a Miami Beach hotspot while jealous Ian looked on in dismay. You know something? What? Have you ever seen him, Ian Klaus? Yeah. It's it. the same, it's the same person. Him and Hillary. Only the nose has been changed to protect the guilty. I think they got like a, like a plug on nose. Yeah, it's, it's an arranged marriage anyway. But I mean, take a look at that. I oh, have, I wow! Up. Holy cow! He's got that same funky, uh, hairdo. The, the Hillary do that Chelsea's always got, you know, with the real frizzy, mm-hmm. And the couple remained at odds before they finally patched up their shaky relationship with a romantic New Year's vacation in the Bahamas. What do you mean it's a uh, it's a phony baloney? He's
5: a rich power family kind of guy. It's all yeah,
0: kind of like uh, Charles and Diana. Hey,
5: right. I'll get back to you, Diana. By the way, the inquest is going on over there.
0: Anybody here care about that? No. Of course not. Why does anybody care about that silly ass Brit stuff? They're finally getting around to the inquest because they got to pacify old Duty fiad there. You know, he's having a he's having a Schmidt fit. Well, the uh, royal family had her killed, and you know what? Maybe they did, and so what about it now What are we going to do about it? Put the queen in jail okay wouldn't be the first queen in jail. I guarantee you that. Look at that. We got a quick uh, ten votes on there in the Howard Dean poll, seven for Howard Dean the quick twenty two votes nineteen for dean i wouldn 't vote two, and George W. Bush won. It was really interesting, and the other one too with Clark and Bush how the uh, the initial spurts Squirt, squirt. We're like so heavily. I mean, like almost overwhelming. And then the Bush people, a little bit slowly, a little reluctantly. Maybe as the word, go, uh, you know, got around. Maybe they're receiving phone calls. The Daisy chain. You know, what no I mean? doubt. They're getting the same phone calls that absolutely somebody else was getting yesterday. Well, I actually have a, I, have a, I have another job I can do. Yeah. Well, you better get prepared for it. John Binet, Forgotten DNA, Evidence Clears Key Figures. I got just a pile of stuff here, and I'll, I'll go through it. I mean, it would take some calls, but generally there aren't any, and that first one's an indication that they got no material, because we're not building a poll. 5670560, oh, pound 560, on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless li- Line. Speak now or forever, hold your peace, okay? Hold it. I don't see anything happening on air. They got nothing to say. No. Well, they're busy voting on the poll now. Don't Thanks. you think it's going to be interesting to see if Dean, and of course Dean will be on all weekend long. But the percentages is what's going to tell the tale, right? Right. That daisy chain might be going out. Maybe them phone calls will be going on all over town. WQAM line six. Hello,
13: Neil? Yes. Aren't we blessed to live in South. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins lost.
0: See what I mean? Oh, I know. Boy, you you can tell when you've been doing the show for at least a week. You can tell right off the bat when you people are flat out of material. Got absolutely nothing to say. I thought that letter that I read, uh, that father of the dead soldier in Iraq,
5: I thought that was pretty poignant. Maybe that, maybe they're too choked up to talk like I would. Yeah, like they're, the
0: they're choking on it all right. They're gagging. Absolutely. What they're doing. They're probably on the phone with, <laughs> right now, getting the real story on what happened, uh, yesterday with, uh, what's his name getting canned off the morning show. No, 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 no. I'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a master of words, man. If anybody <laughs> could sum it up, it's old, what's his name? Yeah. 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's see how many uh I mean this thing should be like powerful if Dean is really uh, uh, 48 votes 40 for Dean 83.3% George W. 4 votes and I wouldn't vote for. Well, that's uh how do you like that? Hmm. Ain't it, that interesting? It is interesting. And in case you missed the beginning of the show the latest uh, Channel 8 Des Moines Iowa poll taken the last couple of days, which they released last night, it showed uh, Howard Dean 29% in Iowa, Dick Gebhardt 25%, uh, John Kerry had uh, what? What do you have? I, I already Schmidt-canned it, I think. Oh, there it is. Kerry had uh, 18%, John Edwards 8%, Wesley Clark only 3%, julie Lieberman and Dennis Kucinich each had 2%, and Carol Mosley Braun, Al Sharpton didn't register because there are no Schwartzers in Iowa. So that's uh, the bottom line. That and the Latest national poll on AP, I mean, granted, it's only January. Uh, 41% of the respondents nationwide, according to AP, say they'll definitely vote for Bush this year. 33% definitely going to vote uh, against him. And 24% undecided. But again, keep in mind, that's uh, fairly on the heels of the capture of Sodom and all these other wonderful or uh, good things that are happening.
5: Right, the end of the war,
0: soldiers back home. Right, there you go. Economy, great. Oh, by the way, speaking of the economy... The uh, jobs report, and and what did I tell you? The Nasdaq is up nine points now. I'm telling you, man. I don't want to say that I'm suspicious. The jobs report. They were the the so-called experts were looking for 130,000 new jobs in December.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Guess how many there were? About thirty. One thousand. Ooh. They were looking for 130,000 new jobs in December. One thousand. I, I just mentioned that in passing. And, of course, of those 1,000, probably how many uh, were at McDonald's and Burger King? And keep in mind, in December, the kind of people that are working, like, Christmas time, stuff like that. But, hey, we don't want to, like, pee on everybody's parade, just like the guy that called before that just got laid off. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. The ball is in your court for our Court. for come November. What's, what's election day? Can you look ahead on the calendar there? Can Josh, like, flip uh, it a little bit? Flip it. Flip ahead to November and see what We've actual a, day the a, a first Tuesday in November is, after the first Monday.
5: One moment, please. Isn't that
0: what the deal is, the first Tuesday after the first
5: Monday? Right, Election Day. Tomorrow right there, it's Tuesday the uh, 2nd.
0: Really? Really.
5: So a little bit earlier.
0: So we have a couple of days. In fact, wouldn't that be a great birthday present, huh? Oh, yeah, ooh. I remember I said that in 1968. That would be a birthday great birthday present if Hubert Humphrey
5: would have beat Nixon. What? Your birthday's on Friday. We could have a big blowout.
0: All right. When it's it out, blow it out. Whether it was recorded or not. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey,
11: I was just about that, uh, what do you call it, monetary fund uh, report you read yesterday, and I heard about it on the news also. And, yes, sir, okay. the IMF. Yeah, IMF, that's it. Uh, I think uh, George Bush will just say, print some more money. This stupid ass,
0: right? Or we can get the mayor's kid to print some more money in Miami. He can please oh, good yeah. at him. I'm going to call him up right now. All right. Good luck to you, Pally. Don't forget, we get half. We get half. Share and share alike. Or maybe that uh, bitch in Cleveland would like to get, a little, uh, get her hooks into it.
3: Everybody has passed.
0: <laughs> oh. I mean, talk about having no self-respect at all. I mean, what a money-grubbing bitch. Lion slut. She's got the tears in her eyes. Oh, I apologize. And I wish the best to, old uh, what's her name there? Man, just enough to make you gag. Of course, if we'd have thought we could get away with it. Huh? You no. won't get too many people to admit it, but if you thought you could get away with saying, oh, I had the ticket, but I lost it, and I uh, really am entitled to 162000000 million. You'd have given it a shot. No.
5: Huh? If I'd have found mean, a lost ticket, I'd have kept it, but I wouldn't go through a scam like that. And why not? Because uh, that's the Come my style.
0: on. Sorry. If you. Th- let me say it again. See, you missed the first part. No, if I you do. actually really believed somehow that you could get away with it. No. Huh? Not my style. Oh, I see. I'd give it a shot. 1213 at 560 WQM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Don't let your car get in the hands of some goofball out there who's going to screw it all up for you or rip you off with any kind of a car repair. Take it to EF Tire and Auto Repair. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road in Pompano Beach. Believe you me, they won't do any repairs that you don't absolutely need, and they will not rip your ass off. At EF Tire and Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes. They know their stuff. All EF mechanics are ASE-certified technicians, current with all the latest technology, and most of these guys have been with the EF team for nearly 20 years. The EF team has got over 200 combined years of experience, and no job is too big or too small at EF from a blown fuse to a blown engine, from a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley. The folks at EF Terran Auto Repair do it all. All jobs are meticulously double-checked, not just ordinary plain double-checked, but meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman, and every single car is cleaned upon completion of the work. EF honors most extended warranties, and they offer you wide wait service on most repairs, too. EF Tire and Auto Repair, they're at 5083 North Federal Highway in prestigious Pompano Beach. Call them at 954-426-9926. 954-426-9926. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told to call. And when you do make that call, ask about their 90-day same-as-cash no-interest credit card. EF Tire and Auto Repair, nationally recognized as one of the most successful Automotive repair joints in the entire U.S.A. At EF, their motto is, nobody cares more, and nobody nowhere will work harder to earn your business. my, and local,
1: this is Sports Radio 560, Q-A-M. Q-A-M.
9: First it was a hit on MTV. Then a number one movie. Now it's coming to Broadway. It's Jackass, the musical, starring Johnny Knoxville. Well, hello, Johnny. Spread your cheeks. Johnny. It's so fun to punch you right there in the gooch. Yes, all those risky stunts have been combined with fabulous show tunes to create Jackass, the musical. Wow, the music, the dancing, the
8: guy eating a yellow snow cone. It was better than cats. 76 dumb guys crashing all dumb.
9: With all your favorite jackasses on stage singing torch songs, then setting their hair on fire with them. I'm
4: Steveo, I'm Steve O. I'm just freaking loco.
9: I'm burning myself today. The great White Way has just turned black and blue, thanks to Jackass the
5: Musical.
0: You're telling me that he got blown off the show.
5: Look, all I know is he got blown off the show. Clarence was smacking him hard when he told you the uh, version A. I want to hear it from the beast. All I know is I I witnessed the conversation in the bullpen.
0: There you go. There's part one. I told you we played the whole thing, didn't I? Yeah, you did. We're not going to play anything with, (laughs) and certainly not with, (laughs) but uh, this other part, why the hell not, Right. Right. I mean, let's get the true story out there now that we've got somebody in total denial who keeps blowing people off his show and then gets very indignant and the psychotic and kicking in doors and threatening people because of the fact that we have the balls to tell the truth about it here on the air. You see this, like I'll say it again, and I'm sure that most of you people, if you work in an office, you work in any kind of a business, you know people like this or you've known them in the past. People like to stir up all kinds of crap behind the scenes who are absolute, t- I'll give you a good example, Sandy Payton. Okay. Ever Remember, every not that I ever worked with her, but everybody we talked to at QA at IOD that worked with her said the same thing. She was a miserable, hateful bitch, impossible to work with, just a, a nasty, rotten piece of crap.
5: Yes, they said this.
0: And on the air, lovely lady, she put on this phony aura, you know, a lovely lady. And everybody thought she was so genteel and all this other crap. Not gentile, but definitely genteel. genteel. Yeah. yeah. Coming to find out she was a miserable, hateful bitch. In fact, why couldn't Ranieri still be alive? Well, you know what I'm thinking. A... That's bad. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. We got the first 98 votes here in no time at all on Howard Dean and Bush. 102 votes now. <laughs> if the election, in fact, I got a good idea. Okay, what? Because we still have plenty of time. It's only 1220. Damn it. It's only 1220. But we can, like, do this other poll, because we don't want to uh, do two hours on Wesley Clark and Bush and then do the whole weekend on Dean. See what I'm saying? All right. And give all the freepers a chance to get on there and diddle it all up. So we'll build this other poll, because the caller had a great idea. What well-known celebrity would you like to have dinner with? So at the end of the show, you see what I'm saying? Okay. When the show is over, we'll put up whatever
5: list we got. We got Robert Duval on there, one. We got a list of one.
0: That's a good choice. Right.
5: I got one, but I, I feel like I have to justify it. Go ahead. I know that I'm going to get a good dinner, and I know that it's going to be really interesting. I'm going oh, to have Richard a lot of Simmons. Stories. No, no, no. <laughs> Marlon Emerald. Brando. Marlon Brando is excellent. He'll put on a big feed bag. Oh, I, I, you don't have to be defensive and about that. I think
0: that's a magnificent choice. Yeah. I bet you he'd have some stories, man, it would sure. make the hair curl on your ass. And I get to visit that island. Right. So. That's a good choice. Okay, so there's the uh, poll question for uh, like 2 o'clock through the weekend, because we don't want to leave... Any of these people that we put on there against Bush, we want two hours here, two hours there. We want to keep it on a fair uh, sledding, don't we? No. Huh? K- keep it on even keel? No. Right. <laughs> well, why not? I don't care who wins. I'd like to say I'm curious to see how this audience uh, is uh, hanging it. Out. 102 votes, Howard Dean 82, I wouldn't vote 12, and George W. Bush 8. Now, won't you be kind of surprised if Howard Dean does much, much better than Wesley Clark did?
5: That would be surprising. In our audience, huh? In our audience. Why would the Bush people like Dean more than Clark? In other words, why, were, why would people that ha, would have voted for Bush, or, uh, you know, against Clark, vote for Dean instead? Over Bush.
0: Myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's voting for. <laughs> HISSELF. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the audience, I know that we have a lot, a lot of people out there will never convince, and that's okay. I, yeah, I, you believe whatever you want. That's the way people are. But they really think that this whole thing is all shtick, and it's all we're just making up. At QAM, you don't have to make anything up. Believe me. No, you, you don't. You don't have to have any kind of a livid or vivid imagination. Just go with the flow. Line 9, I bet you's got a good one for the poll. QAM, hello. Isn't Mo Howard David a great? See what I mean? I knew it. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello.
12: Hi, uh, yeah. Can I speak with Neil? Speaking. Hi, Neil. How you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. How are you?
12: I'm doing good. I, I was listening to you, Paul, and a celebrity that I think would be cool to have dinner with would be Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. Right. Imagine the stories that guy could tell you.
0: And imagine the good crap he'd bring along with him, too.
12: Yeah, hey, yeah. He was a plus. I mean, saw a little after dinner. Uh, Smoke? Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
2: whatever, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Paul, good I, choice. I just...
12: <laughs> I just kind of thought, uh, you know, of all the people, why not get a, get a guy that's an insane, as long as he's picking up the tab. Right. You know, he's insane, he's probably got a million stories, probably got a half a dozen little hotties chasing him around, and, uh, if he picks up the tab, everything looks good. I know he's probably not gonna match up on your poll, but, uh, if I was going to go out with a celebrity to have dinner, I think
0: it would be Keith Richards. Okay, you got him, man. Good choice. Thanks. All right. Thank you. See ya. I'm trying to think of who I would vote for, actually. I'm, like, uh, working on it. I haven't decided yet.
5: It's not uh, that easy. It's not? No. Well, I mean, it it kind of, it, it, it is kind of like
0: going back to the other poll that I was doing, although I think the caller earlier put it uh, phrased it much better than I did. And obviously, we're going to get a little bit better results, but we already do. <laughs> But it's just, uh, yeah, most most cele- uh, celebrities are boring. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. It could be a politician. It could be um, just about anybody, right? Right. What well-known? No, it can't because it says celebrity, celebrity right on here. Like I said, it can't be just anybody. Maybe we're not phrasing that right. How about what well-known person would you like to have dinner with? Doesn't that make them a celebrity? No, because uh, politicians aren't the... Uh... What well-known person would you like to have dinner with? Uh, my choice, I got it already because I just changed it. Michael Moore. Okay. Good choice. Although it probably cost me a few bucks. The way he eats, he eats even more than I do. But, boy, I'd love to sit down with him for a couple hours at Ruth Chris. I'd buy Mike. He has got to be one of the most interesting, one of the most... I mean, he's uh, right in my... uh, We're in the same alley, man. Fighting over that big steak. 5670560, WQM. Hello. Yes? Yes, sir. This for the poll? This is it. Okay. I got one. Okay.
12: Lay it on on me. What? Lay it on me. All right. If you're on a diet,
11: to have, to have dinner with Jeff Rimmer. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Thank
11: you.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that is outstanding. There's only one problem with that, sir, and that is he never goes on a diet, especially when you're dining with him. And you'd be buying. Yeah, oh, well, that's, that was the point. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on at and Should we put down? in Verizon Marvelous No, we should not add that, <laughs> you silly goose. Yeah.
2: yeah.
6: And
11: uh it was basically like it's the same thing that Howard was saying to me. It's like, oh, you know, we
5: need to go in a different direction, I still love you, da 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 I've I I've always loved you, I will go to back for you, but not in my time slot. I need someone that's dedicated for me, da da da. Da da da. See, it's always that same
0: da da da. No matter who it is, you can. It's either <gasps> or that one, and it's still da da da. Nobody's ever good enough for the mole man. WQAM. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Neil, have you seen the uh, the website bushin30seconds. dot com?
0: Yes, have I voted on it yesterday on the different uh, ads that were submitted. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Don't be sorry, Pally. Everybody ought to go to moveon. dot org. Maybe we ought to put a link to that on our website, although I don't want to overburden Eric again. He'll get all bent out of shape. Although we sure didn't have much to do today until the end of the show when we put this other poll up, and then it'll be, like, all done, done deal, right? Right. But maybe we can put a link to moveon.org because people, I'm sure, would like to see those 30-second ads and the ones that they had voting on. uh, We both wound up voting on it last night.
5: Do we not already have a link to moveon.org? Do we? I don't know. Take a puke at it. Take a little peek at it. 138 votes in less than half an hour
0: already on the uh, Bush and uh, Dean deal. If the election were today, who would you vote for? Howard Dean, 111, 80.4%. I wouldn't vote 14, 10.1%. And George W. is sucking wind here, man. George W. Bush, 13, only 9.4%. Five
1: and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. <laughs> QAM.
3: Spider-hole, spider-hole, caught Saddam in a spider-hole. And he looked really weird, with long hair and a beard. He was hiding just like a mole. Take a sniff, smell the stench. You might almost think he's French. His facial hair is not so nice. Check it carefully for lice. Hey you! There goes the great Saddam. Yeah, the doctor said... The dumb open wide But he couldn't find Any weapons inside Spider hole, spider hole That is where we found this troll Raised his hands and wet himself Very soon he will rot in hell At last, President Bush is so glad Because they found this scumbag Down in a spider hole 12:30
0: 12:30 at 560 WQM. We got a good schedule today, man. We got the uh, original lineup. Well, whatever we got. Mad Dog at two. At least after starting at ten. Mad Dog at two. The Humper is back after four days in the bag. <laughs> Humper is back four to seven this afternoon. The load. That was fun. Then we got the big oh! at seven. Eddie K at ten. And then Sporting News Radio overnight two to six in the morning because ESPN Radio is no longer with hey. us because they're starting their own station with six watts. Sports. What is it going to be? Oh, and it's going to be 790. So not only is Greg crapping in his pants because there's another sports station coming on, which won't have even a one share we know, but uh, now the station that we generally farm out the ball games to when we have a uh, conflict, yeah, I guess we're not going to be able to farm out 790 we'll no more, find are we? Something. We'll find somewhere. Oh, we got a whole bunch of them. What was that one like 1940 on the dial we had last time? 2150. A 2780 on your AM dial. It's for that hurricane uh, soccer match. Well, speaking of hurricanes, then, and then Zach said, "Well, I actually have, a, I, have a, I have another job I can do five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. What well-known person would you like to have dinner with? We got Robert Duvall, Marlon Brando, Keith Richards, and Michael Moore. WQM, hello.
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: Pretty good.
11: Let Let me justify my answer for the poll first. Go ahead. Just hanging out with this guy would get you laid left and right. Johnny Depp, baby.
0: You know, and that came to my mind, too, because I met him that one time. I had him on my show 18 years ago on Zeta, and I'd like to, uh, you know, get some of his money anyway. Oh,
11: that'd be nice. Have a good one,
0: Neil. Thanks, Pally. Johnny Depp's a good choice. He's an interesting guy, and he lives in France because he thinks America's too violent. Right. He doesn't want to raise his kids here, and I think he's uh, got his head on straight. It is a good choice, but hanging
5: out with him isn't going to get you laid. It's going well, to you never out. know. He might have some, uh, you know, some stuff hanging, hanging around. Hanging out with, like, Ron Jeremy or the Beast will get you laid. Oh, Hanging out with the beast will get you laid. Yeah, because why is he, he surrounded good. by a bevy of beauties? Is that what no, you're trying to say? You want to be with somebody that'll make you look really good. No, no, but
0: well, you don't understand. The guy's trying. What he's trying I to know. say is that he figures he's got a whole bunch of uh, hot babes lined up, and they won't like, see you know,
5: him. They won't spread see him, him around a little bit. Well,
0: you never know. Maybe this guy looks so okay. Probably better than the beast. Well, speaking of the beast, No, 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 no.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. Wow, well, is he the best or what? I think he's uh, redeemed himself. You know, we're always running hot and cold on the Beast, but now I love him, man. I love him like a brother. He's a cuddly bunny. He's a cuddly guy. And, in fact, because of the fact that Mo hates him so bad and wants in Right. ...practically threatening him. You effing stay away from me. You stayed half away from me. Stayed a fugue away, you little uh,
5: junior. The enemy of my enemy is my right. friend. Right.
0: That's right. Beast is number one in my book right now. We don't want to mention what's his name. <laughs> Zach. Ooh. Well, that's because, and see, it's not—it's Clarence that got him all bent out of shape because Clarence is the pussy. Zach had no problem telling us exactly what went down, but Clarence is trying to pacify and mollify, and therefore, so he just lies a lot. That's all. Comes in this morning, puts on that dog and pony show for me. That was—that was humiliating. And then, then he just about crapped his pants when he found out I was taping it, which I still got that by the way. (laughs) I'm bringing this cassette
5: with me. Better than pictures.
0: Yeah, talk about ammunition. I'm bringing this because in fact I'm going to stick it in my underwear and always have it, just in case I ever need it. You see what keep I'm saying? warm. Always have that ammunition on you. 165 votes. Oh, and look at that. There's Arnold unveiling his budget today in California. Isn't this pathetic?
12: a news conference later today.
0: We'll keep you posted. No, no, thanks, Wolf. I tell you that Wolf Blitzer, man, he's a jackass. He's an imbecile. 165 votes. Like I said, 171. If the election were today, who would you vote for? Howard Dean, 136, 79.5%. George W. Bush, 19, 11.1%. And I wouldn't vote 16. Same pattern, though. You notice that, how slow the Bush people are coming around? It really makes you wonder. You know, you're starting to hear a little chatter, like that again. Now we're back on yellow alert, back uh notched down. Starting to hear a little bit more chatter, about uh, what this is all about, how the Bush people are coming in here a little bit late makes you really suspect. But anyway, John Benet, forgotten DNA evidence, clears key figures. Well, we got a lot of calls coming in for that poll. I want to build that poll up so we get some good choices for the weekend, don't you? Sure, why not? WQM, hello. How are you doing? Pretty um, good. Is this Neil? Sounds like me, yeah. How
12: are you doing, sir?
0: Excellent.
2: Hey,
12: uh, two things. Um, about a while back, you guys were talking about uh, violent movies. Watch E.T. the Killer. And the second one... I
0: could see your ass on that pole. My ass? Your ass. How about the rest of me? Neil's ass. Okay, I'll put Neil's ass. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll just set it up on the table. Oh, I'm going to have dinner with Neil's ass. The rest of them is busy today, but. Okay, Neil Rogers. There you go. Why not? Why not? I got a lot of good stories for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So, yeah?
7: There was recorded or not.
0: Oh, okay. I thought the beast segment was longer than that. We might have to put some of the uh, Zach yeah, material on re- there. Re- rewind. And then he'll start sweating again, sweating again. Oh, I can rewind it. I can go all the way back to the beginning, but I think some of the stuff is when
5: he told you the uh, version A... I you know, want to hear it from the beast. Mat-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start doing that on a routine basis. So anybody that comes in... Huh? I always thought you did. Anybody that comes into the studio, when they least expect it, just be careful what you say, because it just might wind up on the air. All you pussies out there that talk real big behind everybody's back, but then all of a sudden when it goes on the, oh, how come you did that? Why did you do? Because, because I could. Why the hell not? WQAM. Hello.
6: Yeah, Uncle
0: Neil. Uh, yes, sir.
12: Mel Brooks would be
0: good. Mel Brooks would I be can excellent. A
12: good laugh.
0: Exactly. Thanks a lot, Pally. Bye. And I still say that household's got to be one of the best. He's married to a what's her name? Madeline Kahn. No, he's married to what's her name from Fatso, O oh, O
5: oh, O oh, third uh, Anne Bancroft.
0: Anne Bancroft. Can you imagine you just be peeing in that pe- in your pants? You have to be wearing Depends in that household. Exactly. That's what the Beast was saying just before he said.
5: All I know is I, I witnessed
0: five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I mean, never has so much been made about so little. You know. Oh, again. Yeah, for the umpteenth time. Making a big simiskit getting everybody all stirred up another inquisition because I had the audacity to go on here yesterday and tell the truth. That Moe's a piece of crap prick. That's what he is. And keeps firing people off of his show. Where do you get your information? You know, and then he finally, several months down the road, he'll finally admit in a moment of weakness when his bag uh, slips off the edge of the table, he'll finally admit, well, yes, I had him blown off my show because he wasn't doing a good job. You know, he'll finally admit like he did with the Beast. Mm Mm-hmm. Unprofessional. Everybody knows you're a lion sack of crap, Mo. So why not come clean, okay? WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good.
14: You know, it's amazing that, uh.
0: It is amazing.
14: That, you know, that, that Mo Howard manages to keep his job when he brings nothing to the table.
0: Right. You know. That's what I said before. If he brought they, something great, like big ratings or, uh, whatever. You know, not big, only big that, they,
14: they blew, they blew Zimfer out of there to make room for him.
0: Right. Is, doesn't that frost your ass?
14: Big time, because I, I thought Ziffer did a great job. Right. Okay. And, you yeah, know. Yeah,
0: not, not, not to forget about the chemistry between Mad Dog and Mad Dog. Him and, him and the Mad Dog, absolutely. And, I mean, and now David you listen the to a Dolphins game. Dog be Mad Dog. That's right. Right.
14: You listen to a Dolphins game. It's like, you know, the, the, the air's so thick you could cut it with a frickin' knife. <laughs> you, right. You know, I, I, you know, I mean, you know that he doesn't like him. You know, the, the guy's got, you know, the guy's got two listeners. One in Little Havana and, and in Pembroke Pines, open parentheses, Century Village, close parentheses.
0: Oh, and don't forget about Dennis the Chronic Catholic who hates me up. Well, the Neil Rogers.
2: Neil I, Rogers. I mean,
14: he, he, he's, you know, it's. Uh, I, I just love the fact that I have a CD player in my car so I can listen to the CDs in the morning. Right. And, you know, as far as who I would like to have dinner with, yes. Dennis Leary.
0: Oh, excellent choice.
14: You know, I'm sure we could smoke a, a carton of cigarettes and put down a bottle of scotch between him
0: and me. I guarantee you'd smoke something, no question about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Have okay, a great well. Have a great weekend. Bye. See, we're building a good list here. I knew it. And thanks to the guy that called earlier in the show and corrected me on the poll, because my poll question was getting no rec- it was, it's just not good. You I know, didn't it wasn't worth word. Well, definitely. they can't all be great, you know? They can't all be great, Mr. Hotshot. It can't always be like it, uh, you know, in the, uh, whenever in the summer. <laughs> like on the, on the, uh, uh, not the dating game. What's the other one? Bob Eubanks. Uh, Newlyweds. Newlyweds. I did, it, it's funny you mentioned that, because I just saw that clip, uh, A couple of weeks ago, we were showing all the outtakes. It was a beautiful, funniest moment ever. Well, at least she was being honest, anyway. You know, Bractum. Twenty till one at (laughs) five (laughs) sixty WQAM. We're Sports Radio (laughs) five sixty
1: QAM.
2: Up the, Up the butt. Up the butt.
7: This holiday season, Bechtel introduces the Saudi Barbie. Seems our Saudi friends were upset with the old Barbie since all blondes named Barbie are Jewish. So the good patriots at Bechtel redesigned her to make Barbie Saudi friendly. Because, as you know, the Saudis are our friends. They like us and had nothing to do with 9-11. Had nothing to do with 9 Had nothing to do with 9-11. Had nothing to do. Had nothing
1: to do with 9/11. Had nothing to do.
7: So to cater to our Saudi friends by sliding our tongue further up their smelly hole, meet Barbie. She comes complete with a sand display that lets you bury her up to her neck when she fails to obey. For major offenses, Bandar Ken will yank your head off with a chain, told
5: behind a realistic company. Bandar Ken told separately.
7: The no longer Jewish, Halava Bardi, now resembling Barbara Eden. It was Jewish. You can tell, tell. Oh, it's Big Tell. It's 12.
0: 1243 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to The sun is shining here. It's 100 below zero, man. It is so cold. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the little market, convenience store. Yeah. I'm going to get me some spaghetti and the sauce, some ragu. I'm going to make me a little lunch, and I'm going to like uh, do like a, a polar bear and just uh, crawl under the covers. It, it's just too cold to go out, right? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I do. And, of course, my memory is a little bit uh, long gone of that stuff because the first 31 years of my life, I lived uh, you know, up north, upstate New York, Michigan. Well, I tell you, I thought East Lansing, Michigan was cold, and it was. Of course, that was like in the blowing and the snow and all of that crap, which adds to it. There's no snow. In fact, there's virtually no snow even on the ground no more here. Mm-hmm. like Buffalo, where they're getting it up the ass. See, the reason I don't want to go through it. But it's just, in fact, let me take a look at what the temperature is here right now, because Castronova might be taking notes for his diary. And he better hope that uh, he finds some uh, listeners in this next in December when a book comes out, him and us as well. I don't think we have any crossover with him. Last time we took a poll on that, right. we had virtually no crossover with Castronova, and yet he and I both took it way up inside the ass in that November trend, man. Just horrible. What do you think that's all about? Don't know. Maybe they just don't like aging fat guys who've been on the air too long. That might be it. Anyway, look at that. It's minus 20 is all it is. It's sunny. It's beautiful. Sitting inside and looking out the window, it looks fabulous. But it's 20 below Celsius, and they're saying it's going to make 15 below. I don't believe it because it's already almost 1 o'clock. Now, what does 20 below uh, translate to? I oh, don't no, I lost that guide. Four below zero. Oh, man, four below zero Fahrenheit. And uh, the high tomorrow, though, it's going to be a lot better. The high tomorrow is going to be minus 13, which is only eight above zero. So it ain't too bad. It's colder than a witch's ass, man. It's bad. Now getting back to John Binet, because I do have to read this out of all fairness. Although the inquiry doesn't seem to be uh, all that inclined to make a big deal out of it, a newly tested DNA sample taken from blood found on John Binet Ramsey's underpants does not match the people who have been at the center of the case from the very beginning. A source close to the investigation reveals. Doesn't that make you feel bad? No. Among the individuals whose DNA does not match the sample are the late Bill McReynolds, who played Santa Claus at Ramsey Christmas parties, and John and Patsy Ramsey themselves.
5: Doesn't that make you feel bad? No, so they didn't bleed on her. No. Well, who the hell did?
0: I don't know. The DNA was extracted from a blood spot in 1999, two years after the six-year-old beauty queen was strangled and bludgeoned in her parents' home in Boulder, Colorado. But Ramsey attorney Lynn Wood says it was overlooked until two months ago. That's when Boulder DA Mary Keenan submitted the DNA sample to the FBI's ever-growing national DNA databank, which became operational in 1998. There it was compared to DNA already in the database from some 1.4 million convicted felons and more than 66,000 DNA samples found at the scenes of unsolved crimes throughout the U.S. The DNA from John Penae's underpants will also be compared to new DNA samples, which are constantly being added to the FBI database. Although the task is arduous, Attorney Wood believes it is the key to solving the case. The Inquirer has learned the DNA, which is from a man, is also being tested against DNA samples. Boulder cops took during the course of their investigation for more than 200 Ramsey friends, co-workers, acquaintances, and suspicious characters who came to their attention. Absolutely. Among those who willingly provided samples are Ramsey housekeeper Linda Hoffman Pugh and Fleet White, who was with John Ramsey when Jaminet's body was found in the basement room of the Ramsey home, December 26, 1996. I thought that was a kind of enema, Fleet White. Right. So, a close source said Keenan's office has already been able to rule out some of the individuals who provided DNA samples to the police. In addition to former journalism professor McReynolds, who was fingered as a suspect by the Ramseys, they include Chris Wolfe, a former Boulder journalist who came under suspicion when his girlfriend told police he may have had something to do with JonBenet's murder. Wolf sued the Ramseys for naming him as a suspect in their book, The Death of Innocence, but the case was dismissed. His DNA sample does not match the DNA found in JonBenet's underwear, said the close source. Another target crossed off the list is Gary Oliva. No relation to Tony Oliva, Or to the source. Oliva. Right. Oli Oliva. Oh, que okay. <laughs> pane. A convicted... <laughs> oh, he is so bad. He is so
2: bad. Oh, I'm
0: so glad he ate the cannoli. It was just too late in the movie. Hey, Eli, have another one. <sniffs> a convicted sex offender from Oregon, Oliva, made frequent trips to Boulder and expressed a strange fascination with the little beauty queen. Keenan, who did not return a phone call for comment, has taken the job of a murder investigation away from the Boulder police who were widely criticized for their handling of the case. Wood and other advocates of the Ramseys' innocence claim the cops focused only on John Bonet's parents as the killers. Keenan hired retired Colorado detective Tom Bennett to re-investigate uh, the case and has gone on the record saying she believes it's more likely that an intruder is responsible for John Bonet's murder. Attorney Wood charged that police ignored the DNA sample, which doesn't match any Ramsey family member for nearly four years because they were convinced that the Ramseys killed their daughter. Now that Keenan has done what the cops failed to do, Wood is convinced it will solve the crime. When you find the match to this DNA profile, you'll find the killer of John Bonet, he said. John Ramsey's friend Jim Marino told the Inquirer, John believes that the one and only hope finding John Bonet's killer is that the DNA can be matched to someone. Other, others close to the case, however, say the DNA testing is a dead end. Former prosecutor Mike Kane, who ran a 13-month grand jury investigation that yielded no indictments, thinks the DNA could have been left by a worker at the factory where the underwear was made. He said there's always the possibility it got there through human handling. See that? Yes. So while it seems pretty damn conclusive on the one hand, on the other hand, not so fast. See? Right. Because I, as I was reading it, I was getting more and more convinced. Like, I'll be damned. We owe him an apology, don't we? No. I'll be damned. The conversation in the bullpen, myself. Okay. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. A lot of countertops the QAM, man. A lot of hysteria. A lot of psychosis. A lot of craziness going on. Absolutely. As usual. I better get off of that uh, dishonest W action figure now and get back to the, uh, the business. Oh, Eric pointed out that MoveOn.org, we have a big link above, uh, right under the little uh, Google search box thing. Right on
5: our links on top, mm-hmm. it's MoveOn.org. Right about StarCity. Well, speaking Star-C- of uh, email and uh, websites and things like that, we got a suggestion on the email yeah. for the dinner list. The Dalai Lama.
0: The Dalai Lama?
5: What would you say? Hello? Dali? Dalai Lama? Lama Lapinga?
0: Okay. Oh yeah, there he goes again. See, there's more of that spick stuff. Oi! Lama Mapinga. 214 votes. If the election were today, wh- who'd you vote for? Now, in case you missed the first part of the show, which shame on you, we took the poll between Wesley Clark and George W. Bush. I don't, now, do you think next week we really need to do John Kerry? No. Nope. Um, huh? No. Nope. No, I think these are the only two real possibilities. The contenders. Right. Wesley Clark had 68.9%, Bush 174 and I wouldn't vote 13.6% out of just one shy of 500 votes in the first two hours. Now we switched it over to Dean against Bush. Now let me look at those percentages. Out of 214 votes, of course, it's still early. Howard Dean, 162, 75.7%. George W. Bush has got about 30, man, 14%, and I wouldn't vote 22. So now the percentages are 75.7, 14 for Bush, and only 10.2 say they wouldn't vote. But, like I said, we got another hour and ten minutes to go. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. What well-known person would you like to have dinner with, especially if they were buying? WQAM, hello. Hey,
11: Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, as far as uh, dinner, uh, I'm, I would say uh, uh, Francis Coppola. Yeah. I think he'd be a good guy to have dinner with. He's got the he's got the, uh, the vineyard there. So, yeah, you know, put a nice table out there at, at the estate. Right. And, of course, he does it right when he cooks, you know, because apparently he has the best food on any set in Hollywood.
0: Maybe he'd give you Robert Duvall's crab cakes recipe that he stole from him. That would be good.
11: Oh, that might be good. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, i I guess he makes a nice
0: sauce, so that's all you really need. <laughs> okay. Thanks. It sure looked good on Mary's chest, I'll tell you that. Thanks a lot, Kelly. <laughs>
11: yeah,
0: that was a little bit of that sauce.
8: Dad. Dad.
0: <laughs> oh. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. It's like it's almost like an addiction, you know, like Robert Palmer would say if he were still alive. It's almost like you are addicted to the Godfather. Mm-hmm. You just cannot turn it off. I mean, I had a great selection of movies on that, 777, going to Amsterdam. And here's Godfather's 1, 2, and 3. i I, I got to be honest with you, um, and I know I'm very much in the tiny minority on this, but who gives a crap? Uh, Godfather 2, and I've seen it several times, I just don't have any desire to see that again. Really? No. I, I'd rather see Godfather 3. You. And maybe because some of the acting was so bad, but also because of the Pope story. I, I'm just fascinated by all of that stuff, you know? Oh, I know. And, of course, uh, Joey Zaza. You know, there's just a lot of good stuff there. Uh, bing,
1: you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit.
0: But Godfather one, I don't care what anybody says, that's the definitive. That's uh. Oh, no, well, that's Lewis. right. There's no Godfather one. It's just the Godfather. We'll right. get a nasty oh. faction that asshole again. Yeah. It's not called Godfather one. It's just called the Godfather. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. So many fantastic lines.
1: I don't care how many Dago Guinea, what greaseball, goombas, come out of the one work. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectful?
2: For justice, we must go to Don Corleone. I can
8: handle things. I'm smart, not
3: like everybody says. Like do dumb. I'm smart, and I
14: want the stakes. Well, let me tell you something, my crook Mick friend. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes.
12: Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders.
7: Oh, poorly won't see him no more. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse.
12: She was beautiful. She was young. She was innocent. He
14: was the greatest piece of ass I've
0: ever had, and I've had him all over the world. You're taking a very
8: person. They talk when they should listen.
0: What them out! Oh, that's not one of them. <laughs> I got a little carried away. Ooh. Get uh, get uh, Boner Boy on the phone. 5670560, oh, pound five. Well, he did a couple of good things, huh, while he was around. Whatever happened to all that chalk you had laying in there by the uh, easel?
5: Easy.
0: WQM, Hello. Hey, can I say something about the
11: woman that called before about the Panthers and you let her, you let her skate, man. About what? She said that now that the Panthers are playing good, I can start rooting for them again.
0: Oh, I didn't really care. Is that what she said? She could start rooting for them again? Yeah, what a rotten
11: piece of crap that
2: bitch is. I'm telling
11: you. And also, I got a request. Uh, I don't know if you were there. I think, uh, uh, George was there at the time. He played this thing from the Jack and Alley show,
12: how they're trying to find guests and they call SpongeBob.
0: You got what that. is that called, George?
12: You know, gotta get you that on, man.
0: It.
5: And my I vote it? is for
12: Alan Front or Derwood Kirby.
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What is it called? I don't know, but you have it. What? What, what do you mean? I have it? I don't believe. I, got, I don't think I played it. I got Sponge Cake. It's a it's I, a Todd Pettengill bit. It's longer than uh than time. What is it about? Allie and Jack. Oh, and it's not in your thing. No, you have it. I don't have it. Oh, I see you don't even have it. Right. That's
0: what well, sure it sure as hell is It's not doing. in my thing, I'll tell you that. I'll have to look for it. I'll take about 10 seconds. Oh, I can't find it. 5670560, oh, we got 231 votes. Dean's got 176, 76.1%. Bush, 32, 13.8%. I wouldn't vote 23, 9.9%. Those people who wouldn't vote, I wonder, uh, you know, is there anything you can make them vote? No. And probably just as well. You Maybe know?
5: they're naderites.
0: I'm not putting Nader on my poll, okay? We'll not put him on our website. Absolutely not. I put some of his articles on there that I thought were well-written and made some sense on our uh, bedtime stories. That's fine. But as far as putting him on a poll, just don't do it, Ralph, okay? Come to your census, man. Maybe I can help. The Greens don't want you no more. Nobody with a brain wants you. I mean, you, wouldn't you think that if he had any kind of, any? and you know who really ought to come out of the woodwork, even though his TV show is long since gone, and be on some of these shows yeah. always. Huh? Phil. Is Donahue, right? And say, well, you know something, I did, had good intentions last time, I wanna see, it create some political change, but I see the damage that it's done, I see all these kids dying over there for no good reason based on a pack of lies, and I, you know, and we can't afford to do this again for another four years. Then I'd have a little bit of respect for him again. Right now, he's a scumbag. And just like that Imus bit that we play about, you know, MSNBC, a station with no audience in it. Imus
9: is so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie. Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. Yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits. Live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You oh, somebody many me a fresh one, please? Oh. Thank you. See his wild behind the scenes addicts. <laughs> hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the Iron Man. You are the walrus. Cuckoo, cachoo. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. I'mus. He's irreverent. So uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So uh, what's the deal with this Watergate right He's <laughs> incoherent. I'll tell you what, that uh, t- is it a double president? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's I and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some a fresh jingle, it's I'mus.
1: I am. This is Sports Radio 560,
2: at 2 a.m. On the do-hour.
4: He's just a little hobbit born in the shire, but if you want a ring bearer, then you better hire Frodo. F-R-O-D-O, Frodo He's going to Mount Doom to destroy the ring Yeah, that's the whole plot of the return of the king We're talking Frodo F-R-O-D-O, Frodo Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Frodo He's not middle most physical guy But when he bites that spider, He stabs her in the eye, oh my Frodo Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Frodo
3: It sure is long, three hours it took But it's still a lot faster than reading the book about Frodo Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Fro-Frodo Strike a Jumbo Coke Sat there till my bladder nearly
2: broke I missed the whole part about Mount Doom Cause I spent it
4: all in the little boy's room So I'm gonna have to go and see it again But I will have some depend so I won't have to miss Bro.
0: 560 WQM, breathe easy. We're on yellow alert now. We just uh, went down a notch from uh, orange to yellow alert. What?
5: Huh? I'm just breathing easier.
0: Unless, of course, you're living in New York, Washington, or Vegas or near a bunch of terrorists. Other than that, you're okay. That's what the Tom Ridge said. He also said, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we got 247 <laughs> votes on the poll. If the election were today, who would you vote for? Howard Dean! 251, 192 for Howard Dean at 76.4%. Wow. See this West Clark thing, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if uh, maybe somebody in behind that. I'm, I'm not. I, I have a difficult time believing that. Yeah. Don't you? The idea that he's making all of a sudden this big national push. We haven't seen him in a long time. He was he was on there for a couple of minutes the other day. But uh, other than that, uh, he's not. He hasn't participated in the radio debate in Iowa, the TV debate in Iowa. He's like uh, busy at Schloimy's in the Rascal House. Maybe they're just pulling all the old Jews. 251 votes. Dean, 192. That's 76.4%. George W., 34, 13.5%. I wouldn't vote. 25, 9.9%, unless they got either a bottle head out or something for free. Here's a good fact. I put these two on there, and I'm sure we did already. How come it took so long for this? Bubba, Bill Clinton, not with Hillary, right. though. No yeah, Hillary. No. And Hugh Hefner, says Peter. Thank you, Peter. Got some good tips for you from the Inquirer this hour. How to keep yourself safe from mad cow disease? Oh my God! Don't eat beef. Well, I mean that's one way, but you don't want. To. Are you going to give up meat? No, not me. I like my meat, man. I love my meat. As a matter of fact, I think just in honor of that, I'm going to Ruth Chris before I come back, and maybe even maybe even after I come back. Maybe the rimmers will take me to Ruth Chris. <laughs> WQAM, hello.
12: Hi, Neil. How are you today?
0: Pretty good, sir. How are you doing?
12: Great. A Friday afternoon. I have uh, two I think would be pretty good for the poll. Okay. Um, One of them people might not remember, but one is Clay Aiken, and the other one is Clor Mosier.
0: Well, you probably have a better chance with Clay Aiken because he's still alive. (laughs) Clor Mosier, who did sports on Channel something there, seven or whatever, a 100 years ago. Clay Aiken, we want to put him on there. Prince Charles likes his music. I'll put him on there. I think that was a joke, though. No, why? Why is that? Just he's he's got a better chance of eating with him than Clor Mosier. I'll put him on. Don't put him on there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteen. Hey, somebody might like him somewhere. He's just another one of those assholes from one of them uh, eighty five hundred shows. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Ron Jeremy and Tammy Faye Baker and uh, Eric Estrada.
5: I'm surprised I mean, you missed the first one. It had uh, uh M.C. Hammer and Emmanuel Lewis. Well, why do you say you're surprised I missed the first one? I mean, do you, do you the, think the I would actually watch no, that? No, 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 just the hubbub. the There's a better butt.
0: chance that I would have watched Pete Rose with his phony confession last night on ABC, and I would have rather died before I would have watched that, which I did not. You would have chance of that. the
5: chatter that.
0: There's it. a better chance I would have watched all the way through the Leafs 7-1 loss to Ottawa last night, which I did not. None. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Uh I just
11: want to tell you, I know I enjoy the morning show. They gotta get rid of Mo. I got the keychain, I play it all the time. I love listening to Goldie. I, I think he's great, but Mo sucks.
0: Okay, thanks for the uh report. He said Mo sucks is what he said. What he and
11: said. uh it was basically like it's
0: the same thing that Howard was saying to me. It's like Oh, you know, we need to go in a different direction. I still love you. Da 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 da. Not what he was saying this morning. I still love you to the uh, fat one.
1: Get your effing uh, butt out of here, stay Junior.
5: Away from me.
0: Get oh, get the uh, get the stay, fugue away from stay me. Away. Stay away. Get the fugue away from me. As if almost to imply some kind of physical threat to the schmoo. I mean, how how would you attack the beast? You know, with, <laughs> like, maybe with a fork and knife. I don't know how else you would You'd do need it. A, a long running start. Man. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless lines. It's getting violent at QAM. I'm sure that my return to uh, the studio will kind of calm things down again. Sure. No, well, you know what? I'm there. Everybody like puts on a good front. They all on their best behavior, and they calm down a little bit. They put on a good back. Right. WQAM. Hello. And then they stab it. Hi Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir.
12: I got one for your phone. It's really not for me. I'd like to dedicate this one to my wife, Mr. Robert Blake.
0: Robert Blake. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Neil. Okay. Good luck to you, Pally. No problem. Don't put it on there. Oh, I was writing. Five, six, eight. Yeah, I bet you were. I bet you were. You heartless bastard, you. And then we found out she was a, a Coke person. She was like a, yeah. instead of a Pepsi. We like Pepsi people better. That's right. She was a drug uh, peddler, kind, uh, kind of like doing uh, a scammer. person at Bonnie Lee, bitch. Boy, talk about trailer trash. And a bullet magnet. Now where was she from? Whatever she was from should have been on our goober poll yesterday. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, 265 votes, and Howard Dean's got 203 of them. 76.6%. George W. 35 votes, 13.2%, and now we're up to 10%, 10.1%. 27 people say I wouldn't vote, no matter what. You won't force me. Okay. In fact, you know what I think? I think that the ones who say they won't vote, those are the first ones they ought to take away for a nice shower. Yes, yeah, send the list to a John Ascroft. WQAM, hello. QAM. I know you're there. I hear you breathing. I hear it ticking. I hear it flipping over in the breeze. Now all won't come out. Just like Eric Estrada, they're stuck in that closet. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Hey, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon to you, sir.
11: Great. monkey here.
12: Hi, Mo. Thanks for the good comedy bit.
0: Wow. WQM, hello. QAM. Going once. WQM, hello. They're a little uh, off Mm, their feed this hour. QAM, hello.
12: Yeah, yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, Listen, I got an idea for a poll maybe uh, in the future. Um... What the
0: uh, well-known uh Reverend black... Jones? Yeah. WQAM. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
12: Okay, I have two additions for the poll.
0: Okay. Make oh, one... up for Reverend Jones. Go ahead.
12: No, it isn't Reverend Jones. One is um, uh, Hugh Hefner.
0: He's just, we just put him on. There. Oh, he
12: did. Okay, and uh, well, a female kind of like a trailblazer like him would be uh, Gloria Steinem. I mean, here's like the real forerunner of the of the women's movement, and uh, who really like you know got it all started. And I, I think.
0: Have dinner with Gloria Steinem.
12: I think she could really, you know, impart a, a, a great point of view and a lot of wisdom and just how to, you know, make trails into any any business or whatever. I mean, this, this woman really did quite a bit when you really think about it. Okay. Okay. Other than that, it's been a great day and the show is good as always.
0: Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Bye. Right. Gloria Steinem. I mean, you know, better yeah. him than me. I right. mean, I can understand what he's saying. She might be a little whiny for me. I like a little peace and quiet during my dinner. Some nice quiet conversation. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But uh, I can understand. Let's see, dinner with oh here. Uh, yeah, keep all saying Hugh Hefner. He'll do well. Yeah,
5: they, and I know where they're going with that. What? They think he's going to have a bevy of bunnies there.
0: No, I don't think so. I think I uh, see. That's uh, all you know is from getting laid. Okay, getting laid, getting What's laid. What's your point? Maybe they'd like to do that. No, I think that they'd like to find out about his exploits. How they'd like to hear it? from him. How did you? In think fact, it? maybe just listening to all his exploits, they might be squeezing a little bit. Maybe they want to smell his penis. Oh God Almighty! Holy cow! I'd rather smell the toe jam in Cemetery Village than Hugh Hefner's penis. Jack Nicholson, somebody says. Now there is a trip. That'd be fun, sure. right? That would be outstanding. I like that. Jack Nicholson. How to keep yourself safe from mad cow disease. Don't let me forget to do that this hour because I don't want people dying, our audience. We can't afford to have nobody dying. Also, an unnatural disaster. We had this on our website the other day, but this is another article, like a follow-up. I just mentioned it. I'm not going to read it. Don't panic. An unnatural disaster, global warming, to kill off one million species. Scientists shocked by results of the research, one in ten animals and plants will be extinct by 2050. Ready for that? One in ten. Yeah. Climate change over the next 50 years is expected to drive a quarter of land, animals, and plants into extinction, according to the first comprehensive study of the effect of higher temperatures on the natural world. The sheer scale of the disaster facing the planet shocked those involved in the research. They estimate that more than a million species will be lost by 2050. The results are described as terrifying by Chris Thomas, professor of conservation biology at Leeds University, who is the lead author of the research from four continents published today in the magazine Nature. Much of that loss, more than one in ten of all plants and animals, is already irreversible because of the extra global warming gases already discharged in the atmosphere but the scientists say that action to curb greenhouse gases now could save many more from the same fate. It took two years for the largest global collaboration of experts to make the first major assessment of the effect of climate change on six biologically rich regions of the world, taking in 20% of the land surface. The research in Europe, Australia, Central and South America, and South Africa showed that species living in mountainous areas had a greater chance of survival because they could simply move uphill to get cooler. Those in flatter areas such as Brazil, Mexico and Australia and Florida were more vulnerable faced with the impossible task of moving thousands of miles to find suitable conditions. It's on our website. You really ought to be taking a look at this, okay? All you uh, people at Poo Poo, you know, the environmentalists. Oh, they're just a bunch of tree huggers. They're just a bunch of assholes. Extremists.
5: Right. Hippies.
0: What a, it's just, it's so sad. When you try to appeal to you, you try to find something good, something some little bit of a conscience inside so many people, you nah. know? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Nah. No, that's right. Nah. And I forgot. But I'll remember very soon because I'll be there. I'll probably get right in the swing of it. 284 votes, man. How many did we have in the first part? 499. So we've got to get to 499 to kind of like make it even, Stephen, wouldn't you think? Okay. You think we can do that? we got 290. Sure. I don't think we're going to do that. I don't think I'll... we're going to anywhere near what we had on the Clark... Against Bush. What's that all about? Huh? I don't know. I think as the show goes on, they're like, maybe the Rush people have debated the uh, party. Maybe that's yeah. why Bush has only got 13%. See, there, there's a oh, little angle that's for you. That's There is something to work on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe the pill poppers, <laughs> the Rush people, maybe the ones who are sniffing it right out of the bottle now. Maybe they're like uh, abandoning us in the uh, noon to two hour. That's possible. 290 votes. Dean's got 222, 76 and a half percent. Bush has got 13.1. And 30 people... About 30, man. Ain't going to vote no matter what.
1: Live, Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM.
13: Joe, so it's been a tough season for Jet fans. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling?
2: <laughs> I want
10: to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. And. I want to kiss you.
8: Thanks, Joe. I'm going to give a huge compliment. Yeah, you know Joe this David, part of the four-decade team. We'll see these guys in
2: halftime.
8: All right.
4: Paris Hilton had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and there she lived the simple life with her friend Nicole. With a dunk cluck here and a dunk cluck there, here a cluck, there a cluck, getting lots of yuck yucks, Paris Hilton had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Paris Hilton made a tape, E-I-E-I-O. And this tape was really hot, E-I-E-I-O. Whoa! With a download here and a lawsuit there, see it once, see it twice, she is naughty, not nice, Paris Hilton made a tape, E-I-E-I-O. Paris Hilton had a farm and a reality show. It's funny all the things she'll do while the cameras roll. And if she's so dumb, I wonder how come she is paid every day when she rolls in the hay. Paris Hilton had a farm. E I E
0: 116 at 560. I love this story from Anna Novo, one of the Brit papers. Yep. Police believe teenage pranksters are hacking into the wireless frequency of a U.S. Burger King drive-through speaker to tell potential customers they're too fat for fast food. I love it.
5: Public service.
0: Policeman Jerry Sherling said the pranksters told one customer who just placed an order, "You don't need a couple of whoppers. You're too fat. Pull ahead."
2: <laughs> right.
0: Oh, I love it. The offenders are reportedly tapping into the wireless frequency at the restaurant in Troy, Michigan. That's Roy. Troy, Michigan. Police believe the culprits are watching and broadcasting from close range. Officer Sherling said the men are telling customers who order a Coke that we don't have Coke. And when the customers ask what they do have, the hacker would say, we don't have anything, pull ahead. But what has (laughs) managers concerned is the profanity the hackers are using, according to police. Uh, A drive-thru customer has told police if he had children with him in the car and somebody used profanity, he'd be pretty fugue and upset. (laughs) Are you like that? I I like that.
5: I'm sorry, I didn't think of it.
0: I think that's a great idea. Let's like tap into all the fast food. That would be like to improve the health of America. I'm going to Radio Shack right now. Right. And just, uh, get on some frequency there and, uh, you know, just ask Dan rather. What's the frequency, Dan? Cut in on it. You're too fat, fat, so pull ahead. Get out of here. Go down to a cafe. Oh, and I heard this morning the mole Man there, the two minutes of misery that I hear when I walk in here to turn everything on. Going on about, uh, sucking up to, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Because I guess there's some guy that sends them free donuts in the morning. Right. I don't know if it's the same guy that used to bring the stuff down when Depot was there. Nope. Remember that? When we used to get those, what do they call those things? The short stacks. The short stack. Without the bread. Yeah, a short stack. Sausage, bacon, oh, cheese. Sausage, cheese, yeah, bacon. Yeah, Ooh, that, that was good stuff. Together and then they and got um... all pissed off at Depot for some reason. I guess maybe he wouldn't take them to the Indians anymore, something like that. And then they uh, cut us off. But anyway, he was sucking around because Dunkin' Donuts brought him a dozen donuts and just sucking them, how their coffee is so great, and about how Starbucks, you can have Starbucks, uh, Dunkin' Donuts makes the best coffee. Yeah, because it's free, asshole. I mean, free we get asshole. plenty of free food, too, but we're not going to, like, uh, you know, carry on. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts could bring 50,000 donuts to us, and we'd still say, hey, thanks a lot, but guess what? Uh, we'll give them to the morning crew or somebody else because Krispy Kreme is where it's at, right? No question. I mean, to compare Dunkin' Donuts donuts with Krispy Kreme would like to be comparing um, the fan to this radio station. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with all of our internal uh, hysteria and with our awful management, it just there's just no comparison. They do have good coffee, though. Dunkin' Donuts. Are yeah. you sucking up for more free coffees? Uh, no, I, no, I never heard got it, But I see, I don't drink coffee, so I don't really give a crap. I just happen to like coffee. In addition to which, he coffee. doesn't drink it either. He just pours it into his bag.
2: <laughs>
5: Yeah, we he pull. just pours it in the bag, and then he makes Gelly clean it out and tells him he had a wild b- bout of diarrhea, hey, that's all. If those coffee enemies, uh, enemas were good enough for Janet Jackson. In fact, he's got the only caffeinated colostomy bag in town.
0: 306 votes on the poll at the election board today. Who would you vote for? Howard Dean, 232, 70.67%. 30, man. Stubborn bastards. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, Hello.
11: Neil, how are yes, you? Sir. I'm doing great. Happy uh, belated New Year, a healthy and a prosperous one.
0: And the same to you.
11: Thank you. I wanted and to compliment. Circus. I wanted to thank you and compliment you for your great website that you have. And some of your listeners may not even know that you have one or what it is. NeilRogers.com right. is one of the best websites that uh, you'll ever want to look at.
2: Absolutely. I also
11: wanted to uh, bring you regards from my son Larry. You may remember. Larry the Map Man, who's
12: now in Orlando, still drawing maps, and right. years ago was a uh-huh. regular listener, one of your best fans. And right. This is your old friend, Barry, the PR guy from Boca, and I'm wishing you the best.
5: Okay, Barry, take care of yourself. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How do you like that? That was Barry from Boca. The father of uh, Larry the Map Man. Right. I have one of his maps. Oh, Barry or Larry? Larry. 5670560, pound
0: 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Well, well-known person. Would you like to have dinner with? We got so far Robert Duvall, Marlon Brando, Keith Richards, Michael Moore. That was my choice. I would buy. Johnny Depp, Neil Rogers. Uh Uh-oh. I would like to have dinner with Neil Rogers. In fact, I'd like to have lunch with Neil and I think I will in about 40 minutes. If you buy. I will buy. I'll go right over to the little market. I better not. I can't eat spaghetti. Where did I come up with that? Why why did I say that even? I am. Mel Brooks, Dennis Leary, the Dalai Lama. Hello, Dolly. Lama, La Pinga, Francis Ford Coppola, Bill Clinton, Hugh Hefner. Oh, Hugh's he going to get a lot of votes. Uh, Gloria Steinem and Jack Nicholson. What about Robert Blake? And Robert Blake was a joke. Well, okay, put him on there. Maybe there's a lot of guys that would like to get their wives knocked off. Fine, put him on there. How'd you do it, Rob? Go ahead, put him on there. Find out the real inside story. How's it I come? got one. Yeah? I got one. You'd have to bring your own. I'm serious about this. You're going to laugh when I say it.
2: Daryl's going to laugh at you.
0: In fact, let me give you, I'll give you like a little clue, and then you can guess. Okay?
5: Okay. Oh, man. O.J. O.J. You're right. That's not funny.
0: I think, no, I think that would be interesting. Sure. I think a, there are a lot of people out there, maybe get them drunk enough or something to, right admit, to fess up. Had that little tape recorder going in the mm-hmm. background. Love
5: you. I, I'll go to back for you. Yeah. See? Or even just uh, ask him a whole bunch of questions and make him squirm and uh, get him pissed off and storming out.
0: No, I don't think that's a good idea.
5: Oh, that's right. <laughs> Not a good idea. He gets a little
0: temperamental when you do stuff like that. He gets a little carried away. WQAM, hello. <laughs> Not
11: a good idea. QAM. Yahoo! <laughs> yes, sir. I know who we can have uh, lunch with. Yeah. The dude
0: do that does. Hiya, Pally. Oh, God. Dave Friedman, Fat Boy's neighbor. You just wait till I get a hold of that fat boy when I'm there with your hands. Mm-mm. That guy is such an asshole. And you notice how his faxes have stopped? Because now he's got a new play toy. We don't need you, sir. We already got somebody who said to me this morning before the show.
8: Hiya, Pally.
0: And did a hell of a lot more entertaining job than you. I yeah. love that, uh, fat boy. Yeah, well, you know me a long time. I would know. Never... Yeah, that, that's the problem, fat boy. I know Don't you, really You're right such it. a bullcrap artist, man. I would trust you as far as, uh, Josh could throw you. WQAM, hello.
11: Yeah, I'd like to have lunch with Benicio del Toro.
0: Benicio del Toro? Yeah, is he Benicio? on the list? The what? Is he on your list? Yeah, he's got 80 votes. Oh, he does. Okay, great. Yeah, he's doing well. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Got it? Got it. Is he serious?
5: Why not? He's a good guy. I, I don't know. Good actor.
0: They've I mean, it's almost like saying I'd like to have lunch with Stephen Bauer, you know. Why not? Not no mo. Oh. Now, he's a good guy. He's just uh, had some problems. He's had his ups and downs. He's just misunderstood like Pete Rose. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Stevie. I didn't mean that. 5670560. Oh, you know, uh, I shouldn't probably admit this to you, but I will anyway. You know how every now and then with our comedy discs, you put one in the wrong sleeve? Yes. Well. <laughs> I've got two empty sleeves and two discs. Oh no. Okay? The only problem is the numbers on the disc don't match, don't match the numbers Ooh. on the, uh, you see what I'm saying? You're gonna be busy. Oh god. And of course my luck, you know. Well, yeah. I'll just, I'll just throw it all into my sack and I'll uh, let you handle it. Alright, I'll sort it out. Okay. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hello. Yes sir.
11: Yeah. How about, I want to add a couple of names to the list.
0: Go right ahead, pal.
11: All right, uh Stephen Tyler. Neil, have you mentioned him yet?
0: Not yet. That's a good one.
11: That's a good one. And uh Dave Caprita and the bird. They go as a set. <laughs>
0: Neil yeah, wakes just... me
12: up in the morning. Prop the Neil bird wakes up on the air. Uh, okay, calm
0: down, Pally. Calm down. Wow. wow. Yeah, was... wasn't he good? I think that was the bird calling from the other side, don't you? <laughs> no, because who, who else would call for uh, the bird? Neil wakes me up in the
10: morning. In the morning. And then I tuck my pee-pee. Oh, that's not the
0: one I want. I, I want. It.
7: Neil
3: wakes me up in the, morning, in the morning. Neil wakes me up with a sun yeah.
0: those were the days, man. Those were the days on a real radio station with a real signal, 100,000 watts FM. Living and breathing people listening. We didn't have to go out and tap people on the shoulder and say, Oh, do you have an AM radio? And they'd like laugh. At What's that? AM radio? What is that? Oh, like sometimes people would ask me, "Well, what station are you on?" You know, they'd find out I'm like do a talk show. Mm-hmm. Well, what station are you on? I say QAM. Oh, what? Where's that on the dial? And I'd say 560. Oh, uh even like AM. Yeah. Like AM? I mean, what's AM that? Question mark. Right? AM? You mean the one that goes <laughs> like yeah. that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, us. that's us. That's us. Especially if you're like on 441. I need the high tension wires, man. That's where all the high tension is under those damn electric uh, lines and the phone lines. But the good news is we're HDTV ready.
5: Whatever the... What is, what is it called? HD digital. We're HD
0: digital, man. The HD stands for ahead. If you tune in QM, you get digital ahead. Squirt, squirt. Twice an hour. 328 votes. You think we're going to make that 499 We got a shot, I guess, at the rate these are coming in. Right. I don't want to sell them short. If the election were today, who would you vote for? Howard Dean, 248, 75.6%. George W. Bush, 44, 13.4%, and I wouldn't vote, 36, 10.9%, and probably just as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, seriously, I don't think we ought to encourage too many. Just the right people to vote, not too many. And you wait and see, man, in Florida, we got some real bad news, and especially if that bitch Catherine Harris runs, you're going to see how many people are pissed off, how many people have got a good memory that's going to last at least four years. Because she's going to be like a... Wa- I think maybe they ought to run Teresa Laporte too, would be good. Sure, why not? Yeah, bring them both out. They had that judge from Palm Beach on some story. One of the talking head shows last night, they showed a clip of an interview with him. where He was holding the thing up in the air looking for the hanging chads. And they Google showed eye? The judge old Google eye there doing his Google search for the chads. And they showed Teresa Lepore was sitting at the same table with him. How do you like that? Mm. And, oh, and they, this is what I've been trying to remember all day. I should have written it down because I got Alzheimer's out of an old fart. Wait till you hear this. Okay. And Jeffrey Tubin, you know who he is, the guy with the glasses? He's like the no. legal uh, expert for CNN. Yeah, you've seen him on no, it. I know Intertubin. He, he's a lawyer expert, pretty decent guy. He said, we were talking about the Chads and about the uh, Florida recount and all that. He said there is absolutely no doubt, no doubt, That if they would have designed a ballot that everybody could have understood, that Al Gore would have won Florida by a wide margin, he would have won the election. In other words, by more than enough so they wouldn't have been able to steal it. How do you like that? Right. Which we already know that, Mm -hmm. but I mean, here's a guy actually articulating it, and the American people are like that. They stole it from me in broad daylight. And they showed all these old Jews that voted for Buchanan, and they showed that if you voted on the top line, it was supposed to be they thought it was Republican and the second line Democratic. So they a lot of these old people voted in the second line. Come to find out that was the line for Buchanan because they were like opposite, side by each. See? You see what I'm saying? I see it. They were across from right. each other. The right. one page, so it was like alternate, like one is over here, two is over there. But nobody with even half a brain would know that, even those old Jews Oy. in Cemetery Village who then found out they voted for Buchanan. And they went back inside and took their own shower, and turned on. No, and they, they took their own uh, shower and they turned on the gas because they said, "I can't live with myself. i voting for Buchanan." I remember that lady called in. And I'll never forget it. Remember, she called in that sure. day from Palm Beach. She said, "Neil, I'm frantic. I don't want you to think I'm stupid." And she wasn't that old. She said, "I think I voted for Buchanan by mistake because our ballot here is all screwed up." And that was the first indication. And I remember Miss Fudge put it on her website. Remember that? Sure. That there's voting irregularities in Palm Beach County. That was the first indication right on this show. And show enough. Come to find out they stole it. So there's a guy right there on the certainly not news network, but at least a guy that occasionally makes some sense, Jeffrey Tubin, who said there is absolutely no doubt, had they not designed that cockamamie confusing butterfly ballot, that Al Gore would have win the election because there were thousands of votes that got lost there. And allegedly Bush won Florida by 527 votes. You should live so long. And the Rehnquist is an asshole. Oh, we know that? 29 past one. I wonder how many bricks they had to send to uh, uh, Clarence Token Thomas to get his vote. A housework. Hey, are you in a dead-end job, Zach? Underpaid? Well, New Year's resolutions don't just happen. You've got to put your plans into action. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train right now at 866-FAST-TRAIN. Classes are underway right now in January, in an Ain't that it, Enero? Oh, if you're committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you out in becoming a certified computer professional. And the best part of the deal is you can do it in just four short months and get a new high-paying career with a real big fat paycheck and get you a life instead of working for peanuts for some schmuck. The demand for certified computer professionals is at an all-time high, and Fast Train offers you convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for those who qualify as well. So if you're really tired of being in a rut, if your life is going nowhere, if you're working your ass off and making peanuts, change your life once and for all. Get some skills with the training at Fast Train. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then make the call. Don't miss the train of opportunity. Do it this year and do yourself a big favor. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. call. This is Sports Radio
2: 560.
5: What?
4: Saddam the, the filthy dirt bag, He was hiding in the ground And unlike his chemical weapons He has finally been found Now we'll interrogate him Find out everything he knows When we have all that we want Back into the ground he goes On one fine Iraqi eve Soldiers came to say, Saddam, with your breath so bad, regards from George Bush and his dad. And now that he's in a jail cell, it's a merry Christmas scene for every person on earth. Unless your name is Howard Dean.
0: Wasn't that cute? I thought that was kind of cute. Adorable. A little bit late. 133. Speaking of Howard Dean, now, we're never going to make that uh, 499, are we? No. 352 votes with a half hour to go. That would be a phenomenal uh, rush on votes in the last half hour if we were to do it. Because 499 with Clark against Bush, and we got 352 right now with Dean against Bush. If the election were being held today, who would you vote for? Howard Dean, 262, 74.4%. George W., 50, 14.2%. So how much better is he doing? About this much. Well, no, he had uh, about 5%. 4 to 5% better. Fortified. And we got uh, 40, 11.3% said they wouldn't vote. Uh, with Clark in there, there was like uh, almost 14% said they wouldn't vote. 68. So that's the deal there. Wait till you hear this. Okay. Elizabeth Smart kidnapping suspect ruled incompetent. Oi! He will not stand trial. You ready for that? No. One of the two people charged with kidnapping Elizabeth Smart from her Salt Lake City bedroom has been found incompetent to stand trial judge rule today in Salt Lake City. Wanda Barzee, 58, was ordered committed to Utah State Hospital. Judge Judith Atherton said Barzee's competency would be reviewed at an April 15th hearing. She's beautiful, by the way. You ever seen oh, her? Oh, yeah, lovely. Wow, I've stepped on stuff look better than that. What a looker. Two mental health experts had earlier, and of course he's lovely too, so it's an excellent couple. <laughs> Two mental health experts had earlier found her not competent to stand trial. A hearing had been scheduled to contest these rulings, but Barzi earlier this week waived her right to contest the findings. Barzi's attorneys, Dave Finlayson and Scott Williams, filed a motion Wednesday in which Barzi asked the court to rule at its discretion without an evidence hearing, though she did not agree with the experts who found her incompetent. Yadda, yadda, yadda in a partridge in a pear tree. So there you go. Woman to be committed, mm-hmm. and, oh, I see, and the male suspect faces a hearing January 27th. I see, I had a little bit of ass backwards. But anyway, any rate, they're going to put her in the uh, nut house. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What well-known person would you like to have dinner with, especially if they're buying? we got Robert Duval, Marlon Brando, Keith Richards, Michael Moore, Johnny Depp, Neil Rogers, Mel Brooks, Dennis Leary, the Dalai Lama, Francis Ford Coppola, Bill Clinton, Hugh Hefner, Gloria Steinem, Jack Nicholson, O.J., Stevie Tyler, and who's the other? I didn't write the other one down.
5: Benicio Del Toro.
0: Oh, Benicio Del Toro. Well, I don't write down in uh, foreign languages. And Robert Blake. And Robert Blake. Okay, that's the list so far. I'll tell you why. I bet you we can get some really good stories from somebody I know. In uh, my time slot, I need someone that's dedicated for me. Say, I bet you we get How about lunch with the uh, dinner? Of course, he'd probably eat everything, but that's okay. Sure. Dinner with the Beast. Go to a buffet. WQAM, hello.
12: Yeah, I'd just like to name Tracy Lord for lunch.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, he's got it backwards. We didn't ask who you'd like to have for lunch. <laughs> who would you like to right. go to lunch? That's okay, put her on there. Stick her on there, it'll make him happy. It'll give him some hope. It'll hold out some hope while he grope. WQM, hello.
2: Neil,
0: good afternoon. Yes, and good afternoon to you, to Buenos, uh, whatever it is. Buenos
11: Tardes. Um, yes. uh, I've got a good name for your list.
0: Bon oh, Hopefully yes.
11: he's not related to the morning host, but Larry David, the good David.
0: Who's Larry David?
11: Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO.
0: Oh, I don't watch that. Okay, the Seinfeld well. guy.
11: He's very good.
5: Okay, thanks, Pally. Did
11: George, watch the show. I've seen it. it. George, tell me how
0: good it is. It's adequate. Okay, <laughs> it makes a lot. Of Quit you your head, man. All right.
5: See ya. Don't count on George <laughs> to like be there or No, see, if you didn't like Seinfeld, this is the co-creator of Seinfeld.
0: Well, so, so what you this will. guy's entitled. I'm not going to poo-poo everybody else's taste. We can't all watch the same crap. Can't all watch the freaking Playboy Channel, you know? Oh, speaking of the Playboy channel, I wonder what they're doing now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oop. Uh-huh. What? Keep your finger close. Yeah. Oh, close to the note. Okay. I thought you yeah. had something else. Wait.
3: Come on. Can I come for her soon.
0: Okay, that's enough of that. I beg your pardon? Post a note on what? You said keep your finger close. Oh. 368 votes. We need to get to 499 by 2 o'clock. That ain't going to happen unless we have this sudden, gigantic, huge rush right there at the end. Now why would that be? I think, again, I think that maybe that's part of the reason I think I have my thumb on it while Bush is down a little bit here, so that may be deceiving. Because of the fact that the Rush people, they've gone over to La Ta so they can hear the truth. They can hear the MS man. They can hear the pill popping truth. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes sir.
1: Speak to me. Neil? Yes.
11: I got one.
0: Okay.
1: Cardinal.
11: Uh, no.
0: Arnold, yeah, the Fuhrer? Okay, you got him, man. He's buying. Look him up. Five six seven oh five sixty uh, pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I bet you Arnold has some really good stories. You know, oh, the one that he was going to investigate, but he decided, ah, why bother? I'm the governor now. I'm the governorator. I mean, if you really think about that seriously, you will go crazy. I promise you that they'll put you in a straitjacket like Sheridan on Passions. You, you just lose your mind that the media reported this, not, not just the fact that he said it, which was so idiotic in the first place, but then he's an idiot, so what do you expect? But the fact that he said that he didn't have time during those final couple of days before the voting in California, So, but after the election, he promised he was in, going to investigate these charges against him. It's like O.J. saying, uh, i, I got to play a lot of golf now, man, but I'm going to investigate them charges against me, you know? Right. It, it, not, it's even far beyond he's going to search for the killer. Forget about that but he's going to investigate the charges. Then, sure enough, within a day or two after he won the election by a landslide, uh, he changed his mind. Why bring up, why dredge up old crap, you know? Sure. We all got a past. Exactly. 20 till 2, the mad dog at 2, the hopper is back today. The load, (laughs) the load, thank the Lord, is back 4 to 7 this afternoon. My and local. This
1: is Sports Radio 560. QA, QAM.
0: Who? the fat man that doesn't narrow it down too much I guess fat rich made a date he said don't be late Pompano Park and I said I'll be there with bells on anyway Pompano Park is waiting for you guys out there want to plunge your guts you might even run into somebody famous like Petey Rose there with a big stack of hundreds on the table it's just a half a mile from both I-95 and the turnpike and Pompano Park is easy to get to from anywhere and best of all they feature free admission and free general parking every single day of your life live harness racing in the poker room every Monday Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday including tonight Five nights a week, the poker starts at noon till midnight, and live racing gets underway at 7.05 nightly. Every Monday night, there's the two-for-25-dollar dinner special in the Top of the Park restaurant. Every Wednesday night at Pompano Park is dollar uh, night for draft beers, hot dogs, and sodas. Every Thursday is ladies' night, two-for-one drink specials just for the ladies. Also, every night on the fourth floor player's room, there's a 7.95 plated dinner special. Also, there'll be a special tribute night a week from Monday, Monday, January 19th honoring Martin Luther King, Jr., with one race featuring African-American drivers only, plus the annual Lou Williams Memorial Race, and Fat Rich said he'll try to be on his best behavior. Pompano Park is also open for simulcasting every day and night, seven days and nights a week featuring the best in harness thoroughbred highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and, of course, plunge your lungs on. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, call 954-972-2000 or on the web, check them out at pompanopark.com.
7: Reagan, a life in letters is the publishing event of the year But letters alone cannot tell the full story of America's greatest president Introducing Reagan, a life in post-it notes Nancy, buy more jelly beans P.S. Red jelly beans, good Red commies, bad Nowhere else could you find such a clear statement of our 40th president's values and opinions than on little yellow squares of paper stuck to the White House fridge. Nancy, please wash my overalls. Use tide. P.S. Not the tide of Marxism that threatens our very way of life. Reagan, a life in post-it notes, chronicles his thoughts on politics, religion, and even sex. Dear Nancy, the Berlin Wall has fallen, and when I get home, so will that little lace number I bought you for our anniversary. P.S. Growl. Reagan. A life in Post-it notes is available at Boredom's Books. Buy your copy today and receive the bonus volume, Reagan: A Life in Grocery Lists. Eggs, milk, and what
0: else? Oh yes, eggs, milk, and eggs. One forty-five at five sixty. You know that whole thing. I never really talked about it very much about putting his picture on the dime and taking Roosevelt off of there. Yeah. Oh. And you'll notice Nancy right away said, "Oh no, please." Forget about it. And so did anybody else with a brain. It just goes to show you the lengths that the right-wingers will go to. The reason they put FDR's picture on the dime was, of course, because of the March of Dimes.
2: Oh.
0: Right. Because oh. he had polio as a young man.
2: Ooh.
0: And because they raised money, a dime at a time, to help raise the money for research to eliminate polio, which they did, thanks to Dr. Salk. But I just mentioned that in passing. Not, I mean, forget about the fact that FDR was the only president elected more than twice. And a lot of people think the greatest president in history and took us out of the Depression and through world uh, WW2. But just the idea that here, uh, they wanted to take him off the, oh, I'll uh, forget about it. Because, and pretty soon, let's take Jefferson off Mount Rushmore. He wasn't a Republican. Right. Right? any Anybody who, and uh, George Washington too, who wasn't a Republican, uh, you know, let's take down all the pictures of him. Heidi Fleiss, somebody suggested for the poll. That's a good choice, since sure. she'd probably have some interesting stories. I'll tell you, since we're name dropping who I had dinner with one night in uh, Amsterdam, and she was pretty boring, uh what's Al Wilstein's friend there? The um the uh, the old slut. The old slut? The old porno broad Gloria oh, Leonard. No, not Gloria Leonard. The uh galloping gourmet, whatever the hell her name is, you know what I'm talking about.
5: Have you ever right. heard him talk about her as far as the old slut? No,
0: not Gloria Leonard. I'm talking about some old bag uh somebody will know. Anyway, I had dinner with her one night and she ate all the food, her and Al. 400 votes. If the election were today, who would you vote for? 400. He's got a shot at 499. You didn't think so, did you? No, I did not. Well, we got the 99 and 15 minutes. We could do it. You have little faith? I doubt it, though. Howard Dean, 294, 73.5%. George W. Bush, 58, 14.5%. I wouldn't vote. 48, 12% of this crowd wouldn't vote, no matter what. If you paid them, it wouldn't do it. WQM, hello. Oh,
12: I got a suggestion for the poll. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, i uh, at the Playboy Mansion.
0: Who is it? Hugh Hefner. At the Hugh point Hefner, he's there. on there. we got a lot of votes. Thanks a lot, oh, Tony. Yes, he's on there. Several people. I told you, what's the poll? Now, see, this poll will go up. A lot of people are probably frustrated waiting for this poll to go up. you got the whole weekend, man. you got nothing else going on. George tells me the weather is very nice. Waiting yes. to receive me back in town with some nice, mild weather. It's only 80 below zero here, so why the hell not, you know? So you got all weekend to ponder it, to take a look at it, and starting right at two o'clock. So if you want to vote on a presidential poll, not just to give kind of even Steven with a Clark versus Bush vote, but also just to get in your uh, one half a cent. Everybody wants to get their two cents in. And
5: then and then Zach said, well, I actually have, a, I, have a, I have another job I can do. So da 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 da. Yeah, see da da
0: da da. That's what we keep hearing da 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 da. Whatever you say, Mo. Mo, the true story is out, and you can change it. You can twist it. You can manipulate Clarence. You can threaten him with a uh, physical punishment. You can make all the kind of veiled threats at the Beast you want. The fact of the matter is, the audience and the whole world—we're on to you, baby. We're on to you and your bullcrap. And boy, talk about an overgrown little girl, man. You hit it right on the head, little girl. Just like the thing about him calling up the Beast at home here months ago. You're responsible for everybody hating me, and you've turned the whole station against me. Uh, you know. And throwing another sniff bit. Just go out and play some more golf, will you? Have Gelly squeeze out the old bag, go play some golfing, and put on some nice checkered pants, or the lime green ones are good. Put on a nice hat to cover up that muskrat, and get out of everybody's face already.
5: Get a life. If you're making that kind of money, yeah. What would you Guy's be making about? a half
0: a million dollars to come in and work three hours a day, basically do nothing. Another half a million to do the freaking dolphin games or whatever they're paying him. He's making big bucks to do basically nothing. I guarantee you he ain't paying for many meals. I'll guarantee you that. I know he's sure not paying for the donuts and the coffee and the other food there in the morning, which is good. Nice going, Mo. you asshole. Oh, listen, how to keep yourself safe from mad cow disease. You almost let me forget Uh, this. All right. Uh, Also known as uh, creutzfeldt jakob disease, or CJD. In fact, there are those people who think that a lot of people in the U.S. have gotten uh, mad cow disease, but the government ain't telling us because, uh, well, you know, there are people who get creutzfeldt jakob disease. In fact, somebody famous just died from that. I can't think who it was. Anyway, you can decrease your chances of getting it and keep eating the beef you love by following these tips. Oh, I love beef tips, especially beef stroganoff. Don't you love that with noodles? I do, oh, I can't eat the noodles, though. Don't eat anything that contains beef brains, such as cow head cheese. Oh, I like head, but I can't stand head cheese. The brain and spinal column, other parts of the central nervous system and parts of the gut, cause the most problems. Buy muscle meats. The safest meat is muscle meat, such as boneless roasts. Muscle meat has much less chance of coming in contact with contaminated products. Choose boneless steaks and skip the T-bones. You might want to avoid any steak with a marrow-containing bone. Marrow, Bone marrow can be infectious.
5: Do you get it? Right. Stay on the straight and narrow. Avoid the marrow.
0: Right. In other words, it's kind of like Mo.
1: I'm infectious! Right.
0: Uh, by free-range, 100% grass-fed or organic beef. By the way, do you see that thing about the uh, salmon? No,
5: what? the, what the mercury? About the
0: farm-raised salmon. It's got like 10 times as much mercury as the uh, wild in the wild. By free-range, 100% grass-fed or organic beef, free-range cattle eat only grass and organic is net beef. Beef has never fed any animal remains. When eating in restaurants, avoid dishes made with ground beef and processed products. Stick with boneless cuts of beef, such as ribeye steaks. Oh, I feel good now. That's what I love is my ribeye. I, nothing like a ribeye, man. Man, don't you love a good ribeye like a Ruth Chris?
5: No, I like the the sirloin. Mm Mm-mm, I like my ribeye. Use
0: kosher beef, which may be safer than non-kosher beef. It says maybe. Kosher slaughterhouses do not use downers or sick cattle that can't walk, and their method of slaughter minimizes the chances of contamination with brain tissue because it's trafe. The use of automatic meat recovery systems, which tear off the last bits of meat from the bone, could allow some of the tissue from the spinal cord to enter the food supply through processed meat products. If you're worried about processed meat products, you can choose hot dog sausages, and luncheon meats made from pork instead of beef. Well, oh, I do like my pork. Sure. Especially in Germany, man. Oh, that bratwurst there is just to die for, that German sausage. Avoid hamburger meat marked ground beef. Instead, choose ground chuck or other ground meats that indicate cut of beef they were made from. Or you can get ground meat for hamburgers and other dishes by buying boneless muscle meats, such as boneless sirloin and chuck roast, having the butcher grind the beef for you. You can even take the roast home and grind it yourself in your food processor. And meat obtained from automatic meat recovery systems cannot be used in public school lunch programs. So don't be too worried about your kids' school lunches. Okay? Unless you're dying to get rid of them. There you go. There's a little advice for you. Okay. And the price is right. One fifty-two. How are we doing? Are we going to get to that four ninety-nine? We got four hundred and seventeen votes. Seven minutes to ninety-nine is like seventy-seven away. It's eleven a minute. Can we do it? Tall order. A tall order, but this crowd can do it.
1: Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. they see
12: that we're lacking
8: in the force, they a headline that will lead you by the nose. to say, they say, is the one to begin. Now they have only one big dictator left. Don't worry about Sundown. We got him. Now we're all healthy and safe. We got him. He won't attack us no so more. We got him. Praise, push like Jesus. You say 9-11 is what they got you to believe Can't get any dumber than a one-party country You believe believe what they say say. Like a fool fool As they use the state state's of bit We're the election on. we got to push us we get them on your knees. we got 'em. got to
0: Saviera Hollander, a right. the happy hooker. Yes. That's the name I was looking for. I know she wasn't a porn star. I don't think I said she was a porn star. I said the porn lady, the hooker lady, the uh, slut, the old bag. Yes, that was uh, marginally interesting. In fact, Al had the he rented the had the restaurant closed, the Thai restaurant in Amsterdam, had them closed for the night, and opened just for us, for his entourage, for Al and eighty of his best friends. You know, what are those deals? Anyway, 400, mm-hmm. I notice you're not saying a word, are you? Good. Keep oh, it that way. Oh, the point. end of the show, drop. Oh. there it was recorded or not. Oh. <laughs> God's honest truth. It wasn't, I,
11: don't, I don't think I was going to get fired.
0: Okay, me. calm down now. Just calm down. 434 votes. If the election were held today, for whom would you vote? Howard Dean, 315. 72.5. It looks like his candidacy is alive. George W. Bush, taking it up the tush. From Dean. 66 for W, 15.2%, up a little bit. And I wouldn't vote 53, 12.2%. So we're not gonna make the 499, but I think for, uh, about 450, right? We'll take it. We'll take it. That's a respectable total considering we did one less than 500 in the first two hours. That ain't too bad. And it looks like, uh, Dean, well, let's see. I don't wanna say it looks like, let me take a puke at what it was. 68.9, so say Clark had 69%. Clark had 69, maybe that's why they liked him. And Dean seventy two and a half, so about three and a half percent better, yeah, all the way around, two to three points better, which isn't really that uh, spectacular, is it? Whatever, whatever is right. Well, I see, you're sour because you're a Dean person, and so am I. I, I I'm a person who wants to see uh, somebody who can win. That's what I am. I don't we because I lived through Walter Mondale and George McGovern. I lived through Walter Mondale I... running for the Senate again in Minnesota, which was just unbelievable disaster. He was boring. Well, how, there's a lot of them that are boring. Well, Howard Dean is not boring. No, see? I like somebody that when it gets animated, you can see the veins right. in their neck when they speak, who gets right. like, you know, and then tells it like it is. And, th- and the way. That's the problem. In fact, the wimp factor is what helped Bubba win the first time around. Not just because Bush Sr. lied about the no new taxes, mm-hmm. but because of the fact that he was such a wimp. Maybe, That's the maybe. only reason that he won the first time in 88 is because the Democrats outwent them with Michael Dukaka. Nobody thought they could find a bigger, whinier, wimpier guy than George Bush or Herbert Walker Bush. And sure enough, Democrats could do it with uh, Dukakis. And so now they're trying to peddle this lie, this bullcrap about, well, Howard Dean's another Michael Dukakis. He can't win any states in the South, and uh, yada, 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 it's going to be another landslide. I don't think so. No. Nope. Because, if, like I said earlier in the show, if they really believed that, they wouldn't uh, be pushing him so hard to make it appear that way. Because by doing that, what they're doing is like uh, siphoning uh, support away from him and pushing it toward Clark. There's uh, somebody besides just the Clintons who are behind the whole Clark
5: thing, if you ask me. Don't you think? The Trilateral Commission.
0: And the Illuminati. And the Bilderbergers. And you know who else I think might be behind some of it? The Beast. And uh, it was basically like... if it... Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. So anyway, we solved the dilemma today. We didn't need Ms. Marple. We didn't need Sherlock Holmes. We didn't need, uh, uh, Hercule Poirot or any of those people. Uh, we, we solved the problem. And we came to the conclusion that Mo got to Zach off the show. Whether he wants to lie about it, whether he wants to make up any stories, whether he wants to call Clarence and have a, have a snip fit on the phone again, whatever, uh, that's the bottom line. You're a piece of crap, Mo. Absolutely. Nobody is good enough for the Mo man. Absolutely. That's what it down to. Absolutely. Mad Dog's good enough for us and just about everybody else. He's coming along next. The load back and forth this afternoon. Bye bye bye. The Neil Rogers Show
2: on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. You've
0: got to stick your spoon in
11: it, lad. Don't worry, it's not going to break. You turd.